brand new banger. Banger. Knucklehead Comics Tuesday is fucking Tuesday. We got Lay in the building. We got Cap in the building. Cabs can't make it tonight, but he's here in spirit on Lay. My man, just chilling, brother. Chilling. What's up, Cap? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Is that and the father goes shamefully? That's my son. And the other guy goes shamefully. Orion goes, that's my father. Choose fear and hate to run your life. Something you can't do. That was wrong with me from the beginning. I was doing it that way. I was gonna go down that path. I worry. You thought it was Grayson? Grayson. Sorry. Got hurt. <laughs> it's like, not him. Not him. Make his brain for somebody, anybody that can help. And remembers, ah, freeze. The media. Oh, you're end up savage. savage. His knowledge and all other shit and his capacity to learn. Absolutely. This this is yo, the only vegan I'll ever eat is is grilled chicken wings. Because that's like vegan to me. You know what I'm saying? Because the chicken wings are supposed to be fried, but you grill the chicken wings and you put it in some sauce and give it some blue wings cheese. Is vegan. That's that's vegan. Like regular moo cow fuck milk. Put it in some honey nut Cheerios. Vegan, because honey nut Cheerios <laughs> good for your heart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> steal the question from Cavs. I got huh? it right. <laughs> <laughs> I, would I would also like to steal. I would also like to steal. I would also like to steal. You're too late. Wow. Why is that shit black? Technical difficulties already? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck happened? It, it just stuck on... Stuck on stupid. There you go. It's, it's still there. <laughs> Wait, why? No, no. This is, the, this is the video. But why isn't the video turning off? Okay. It's the video that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. This is fucking stupid and I don't want to do it no more. Why the fuck does it always have to be something when we start the show on a Tuesday? You motherfuckers, it's Tuesday. And we got through another grueling season of Star Wars. Hit it, Vic. 
<laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened, but that we're, we're, we're live and in living color. I was gonna say it's fucking uh, time skipping and shit because we're like right? about Loki. Shit. Dude, when I heard the music, I was like, "Oh, is show coming up? Is that the whole thing? We're revealing him?" Like, <laughs> I was nah, like, you, "You think he's gonna show up two days in a row? Fucking early?" Nah, he barely showed up one day in a row. Who <laughs> <laughs> day? Who day? Yo, I can't, I can't believe he fucking fell asleep on us last night. Yeah, I could. My son was drinking Incredible Hulk like nine. He was drinking out of an Incredible Hulk cup. I thought he was actually drinking Incredible Hulk. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't doing it. That's uh, Hennessy and... um. Fuck. What do you mix Hennessy with to make Incredible Hulk? Fuck? <laughs> I forgot sleeping, what they... Uh, sleeping pills? <laughs> no, it's something else in this shit. What the hell do you mix Hold on, but Toe, haven't you fell? Didn't you fall asleep on a raw watch along once? Multiple times. Yeah, but I stood there until the end. I did not. I, I told Toe, you gotta fucking end this now because I'm about to knock out on Friday. So, uh, par- equal parts fruit liquor, hypnotic, and Hennessy brand. Hypnotic. There you go. I couldn't remember if I, uh, hypnotic. That cheap motherfucker ain't got no goddamn hypnotic. No, he, he's got hypnosis. <laughs> he's got osmosis. <laughs> but, hey, yo, listen. We got through the entire season of Ahsoka. Yep. And I don't think it's possible to end a season without having the season. Like, uh, my man, yo, they legit was like, oh, we going to have a season two. Yeah. Whether you watch it or not. But the the problem with that, though, is they could have done it in a way where, hey, we leave off. So now you want a season two. You don't have to not give us anything to make us want to watch a season two. Yeah. Like, come on. Because this finale just said, here's a little bit. See you guys in season two. Yeah, because the last three episodes could have been one episode, and then we could have got a finale. Yeah. Yeah. Just just a little bit. Just a little un poquito. Un poquito, un poquito. Yeah. Just a poquito. What you think, Cap? No, I'm just listening because that that seems to be the basis of everybody's opinion around the interwebs. Is that like the finale dropped and the crowd went mild? But here's the thing: as you guys are like, oh, they gave us a little bit. Yeah, Thrawn is on Dathmir with what presumably is a whole bunch of fucking dead witches. That's going to be a fucking massive problem leading into the movie, which could possibly be the heir to the Empire based off the book, which means Thrawn is now going to have to deal with Luke, which that potentially sets up something huge. Balin 
saw the mortis gods. He saw the father and the son. And the, there was a beacon in the background pointing them to either a, a way to get to mortis itself, the planet where they are, or to get to talk to maybe Abeloth or the father or the son or some shit. So where you guys are saying, oh, they only gave us a little blah, blah. Yeah, it looks like that. But in actuality, they gave us a lot. They just didn't give us a reason to be like, that is exactly what we want to fucking wait for next season. Okay, so it's more of they just didn't flat out give it to us. Yeah, what they what they did was, this is what, this is what happened. Okay. Whoever wrote this turned around and wrote and said, this is act one of the whole thing. Okay. So we ended act one. Now we're going into act two, which is either season two or the movie. And then act three is going to be either season two or the movie, depending on how it is. How that works, yeah. Yeah. So they didn't write a whole season. as like, bam, stamp the season. This is done. We move on to whatever's next. They just went, this is act one. Come back for the rest of it. Where they could have been... Thrawn getting to Dathomir and getting off that planet should have been a lot more fucking impactful. But that's the thing. If you look at how Rebels ended, Rebels ended with Thrawn trying to win and Ezra just, the whales caught the ship and Ezra just force held them and they floated off in nothing. And then Ahsoka and Sabine were like, yo, we're going to go look for them. Boom. End of Rebels. No highfalutin, no impact. It it ended like, hey, we're going to lead into something else. And then it never did until parts of this show. So Dave Filoni apparently has a, a definitive problem with ending impactfully and just going, well, here's the ending. And it's going to lead into whatever. Well, so you know what the biggest issue with this with the last three episodes, and I, the reason why I say they should have been one episode yeah. is because I genuinely believe with 100% of my soul that if Thrawn would have never fucked with Ahsoka or, or Sabine or Ezra, everything would have went smooth and copacetic. They wouldn't have fucked with him. They didn't give a shit. Sabine didn't give a shit about him. There was no talks of Thrawn. It's just, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Got rock people around me. How's your mother? Tell all your mother for me. Oh, shit, Ahsoka's here. Noise. And Thrawn's like, well, now that I know who her master is, I'm going to send people that she can fuck up easy to piss her off to bring her here. Because I'm always three steps ahead of her. I'm going to bring her here, and I'm going to have the fight people, and I'm going to lose half my fucking army. And then we're going to bring them back from the dead and we're going to keep them in this planet. And nothing's going to uh, be accomplished except for me going to, to, to the galaxy I'm supposed to go to. And then Ezra is like, well, now I'm on the plane. And now I, I went back to my people. And my people's like, Ezra? Oh, shit. He goes, get your shit and leave. Like, not even a, my nigga. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and what is it with like cold reactions? Like, if I just seen someone that I haven't seen in a minute, it's like, yeah, 
just oh so like not even a, we thought she was dead at least like or where's Ahsoka and Sabine they went to get you <laughs> did you see them or have the baby Yoda Jace sitting there like I knew it like just something like like even <sighs> even Chopper who's the most animated character in that whole show was was like who's this hey and then turn around and was like yo I think this is Ezra <laughs> yo bro Finn was more excited to see Ray and they never left each other yeah here's the weird thing we sat here or I sat here and said the first two episodes were okay didn't feel right then three four five six happened and I sat here and was like yo this is getting better that each episode is better than the last and I went back because I was looking for something else but I went back and I saw what I said about the first few episodes and the the you can go back and check the tape the first thing I said was all these guys with these crazy theories and this this show's gonna save Star Wars and this show's gonna do this and Dave Filoni's gonna do this. I sat here and said, I don't think this is gonna go the way they think. And when it doesn't, it's who knows what the fuck's gonna happen as a result. And I was right. It did not go that it did not go any which way we thought. And because they played Thrawn correctly, but sometimes playing things correctly. Is the incorrect move. Because Thrawn is too subtle. So Toad just did a whole monologue right there about how Thrawn sent people and did all this. And if he would have never did shit, they would have never. Thrawn did exactly what the fuck he wanted to do. To keep the major threats in that universe. And get everything he needed back to our universe. Because at the end of it. He's on Dathomir. He's got everything. Doesn't matter if Ezra is with him. They can't, in his mind, they can't stop him right now. They don't know what's coming. Ezra doesn't know what's coming. So this is, he's no use to anybody. And the biggest threat to him, Balin, Shin, Ahsoka, they're in the other galaxy. Because as of right now, we have to assume he doesn't know Luke. Yeah. Because I believe Rebels happens before Empire Strikes Back. Because they they're still part of the they're still part of the Rebels shit. Yeah. This is early on. So Luke, what do you call uh, Darth Maul? Even went to to uh, Obi Wan, but he was on Tatooine. And it was the Alan Guinness Obi Wan. He still hadn't done. His, he still hadn't left the planet yet. So Luke hasn't done anything, to Thrawn's knowledge. So he's not. He doesn't have the foresight to watch out for Luke. So all of his threats are. He won. The only difference is when Thanos won, we visibly saw the win. We saw everybody get dusted. Here. There is no visible representation. We just know he won. 
and it's the correct thing to do with Thrawn because he's not braggadocious. He's not showboaty. He's not going to sit up on his pulpit and fucking bang his chest that he won. That's not what he does. But it, it's not good visual storytelling. <clears throat> it's, I guess the best way I can compare it, I guess it is, it, it's almost a long-term storytelling here. It's the wrestling way of just, yeah. you'll get this now, but just wait till later. Because then you're going to be like, aha. You know, you know what the problem is? Good. This is the problem. Thanos won because the entire movie and the entire world that knew Thanos was we have to stop him no matter what. Bruce Banner, Thanos is coming. Who the fuck is Thanos? I've heard of him. We need to protect the stones. He cannot get the stones. We got to kill Vision to stop him from getting the stones. Everyone stop him from getting the stones. They risk life and limb to get the, to not to have him get the stones. When they all got the stones, all their sacrifices meant nothing because he just, and half of them were gone. This one was, we'll see what happens. Yeah, if he gets back, it's okay. <clears throat> it, you know, the force, you know, it, it, you know, we, you know, shit happens. The only one that gave a shit about anything was fucking Kuji. Johnny Five. Hu Yang? Hu Yang, yeah. He's the only one that gave a shit about anything. Even Ezra didn't give a shit that Thrawn... He's like, oh, what, Thrawn's doing what? I don't even think Thrawn... He knew what Thrawn was doing until fucking Ahsoka got there. No, and they're like, no clue. like, we gotta stop him. And everybody's like, all right, let me get a lightsaber. We're going to just ride like the wind, Bullseye. No urgency of time. No, you know, they got, you know, they brought him here. They were able to get here. They can get back. Um, Let's go. Hu Jing wasn't awesome. Yo, uh, let's get some tactical shit going on here. Here's the, we're just going to ride like the wind. You know, they, they got Russell Wilson out there. Let's ride. You know what I'm saying? And he sends uh, the Night Witch with the sword, which I ain't going to lie. Everybody talked about the, the choreography of the fight scenes and all other shit, it kind of looked like they said, just move your blade and we'll make it seem like we hit lasers where everywhere else was hit, act like you're hitting something. And then we're going to put the laser there. But, I actually have something about that. But the, the, the witch, what's her name? Uh, Morgan. Morgan. Yo, she was looking like a wind true master. With that, with the way she did her blade work. But there was no, there was no, there was like no weight to the fact that they lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no urgency. There were no stakes. Yeah. And yeah. even, Th I understand Thrawn. Thrawn is like, it don't matter what they do, we're going to win. But at what point did these people go, we got to stop? Anakin would have been like, yo, we ain't got time for this shit. We got to stop his ass. Yeah, but. That has to be the fact that Dave Filoni is an animation writer. And in animation, you can get away with that. You can get away with that in animation. Because in animation, we accept way more. Because we know we know what the, what the jig is. We know what it is. 
and it doesn't translate well in live action. And to the thing with the fights, the choreographer was saying that the reason why the fights were, were lacking is because so Disney the, and Lucasfilm developed this thing called the volume, where instead of being on a big ass soundstage with green screens, you're in this little fucking dome and they can project anything there. So you could stand in one spot with a little bit of sand at your feet and they can project the Sahara Desert behind you to such a high degree that it looks like you're standing in the Sahara Desert with the correct lighting and everything. But it's a smaller space. So the choreographer was saying that they don't have the room to do all the shit that they would that they wanted to do. So they had to choreograph for a smaller for a, a tighter window of fighting. And that's that hindered the choreography they can do. But I never thought that the choreography was that bad until this last episode. Cause it doesn't even look good like it to me, and again, I'm just some dude sitting in a room, but uh, Ahsoka, Rosario Dawson, when she's trying to block and deflect the blaster fire, it doesn't even look like she's aiming for something. Yeah. Her blade out in random places, and then they had to put the, the blasters there, as opposed to, if you remember in the first episode, Balin walking through, Balin's, yeah. If you watch, it look if you if you really pay attention, it looks off. If you don't know what's going on, Balin's using the force to predict where the lasers are going to be, so he's already ahead of them. So when that blaster comes, he got that one. He can move to the next one. He knows where it's going to be. Here, I'm not going to lie. It looked like if I was trying to choreograph fucking blocking blasters and i'm just uh, just i'm gonna do this the fights looked off and i'm sorry every everybody on the internet has got to make a decision now because my whole life even now in my 30s we were told what were we all told star wars is for kids right it's a kid's thing. It's a kid's thing. George Lucas is Star Wars is for kids. Everybody. Star Wars is for kids. All right. We got to make a decision. Either we're going to accept that and move on, or we're not going to accept that and say, fuck the kids. Make this shit for us. Because every single person is complaining, lightsabers don't do shit anymore. Why aren't they cutting these zombies in half? Why aren't limbs coming off? Why ain't do that? It's for kids. You can't hack and slash motherfuckers up for kids. Disney, Lucasfilm, when it was independent, was cutting limbs off left and right and fucking beheading Jango Fett and all that shit because it was independent. This is Walt fucking Disney. Yeah. Disney's not going to do that. So are we going to accept the fact that this is once and for all truly just for kids? And we just so happen to grow up with it and there's things we can extrapolate from it. Are we going to sit there and just try to get them to realize, yo, fuck the kids. 
They're not the. They don't know any of this shit. They're not the ones watching this shit. They're not the ones buying any of the fucking things. Like, I think that's that's the reason why though, because they're hoping to market it for kids. They're hoping to market the figures, the lightsabers, all that. Meanwhile, I, I just had this conversation with Toe off air. I didn't truly enjoy Star Wars and the whole atmosphere of it till I got older. Like, uh, see, I was I was a Star Wars fan from jump, from the first time I saw it. Yeah. But to your point with the figures and shit, there's reports that the the actual action figure line and the secondary merchandising market for Ahsoka specifically is damn near non-existent. Somebody in Disney, excuse me, somebody in Disney made the decision not to put any, not to put that much behind this show and merchandising. And the assumption is that they knew it wasn't going to hit the way everybody thought. Because if you look, the, uh, I think in the report they were saying that the latest figures that you can get that are not the the actual light, you know, uh, collectible statues essentially but the actual action figures if you really pay attention to them they're actually just reprints of what the ahsoka figures from when she debuted in the mandalorian they're not even brand new ahsoka figures based on the show now so if that report is 100 true that's fucking disconcerting that's that's almost a fucking death knell because if you're not even going to put marketing behind it, if you're not going to put the action figures and all the other shit, which that's what made George Lucas sell this shit for $4 billion. It's not the six movies. It's all the fucking figures and the video games and the shirts. The Legos and, the books and, yeah. and That's what made it so fucking... That's what made it worth so much money. And now we got we got viewership numbers. After the first four episodes, because Nielsen ratings are always behind. So we're not going to know the full brunt until a while now. But the first four number, uh, first four episodes, they're slightly better than Andor. Andor within its first four episodes is, is the worst viewed Disney Plus Star Wars show. But here's the funny thing. It's the best reviewed Disney Plus Star Wars show. Everybody who's seen it loves Andor. And Ahsoka is barely doing better than that. Book of Boba Fett, miles ahead. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, miles ahead. And by the time we got to the end of those, it had flipped. Where everybody's like, yo, those two shows aren't good. Yeah. So now we got this here where... I I still don't know. And when we get to the end of this, everybody's, for the majority, everybody's like, even people who love the episode are like, ah, this is okay. It's, I've not seen one person who's like, this is the best series Star Wars has ever put out. Not one person is saying be, that. They'd be delusional if they did. <laughs> yo, not for not, yo, one, I liked Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't, I don't see what's wrong with it. <laughs> but, but... This is the problem, and I'm always gonna harp to this shit. 
they did not give this show time to grow in any of the episodes. Yes, they gave you the bare minimum what you need, but that was what it was, the bare minimum. I still need, there's no one to connect to. The only person that I, connect, I connected to in this fucking show was Hayishu, Quinn Quinn, Johnny Five. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. You know what I'm saying? You're close. You're like, close. you couldn't even connect with the connection of the lost friends finally meeting each other. Like, what happened to the fucking, like, I got to find him no matter what, Sabine, that we had in, in Rebels in the beginning of this show? Like, like what happened to, to growing and character development where, yeah, after Ahsoka did what she did with Anakin and she turned into Ahsoka the White, she was too complacent. I'm not telling her to chop fucking Sabine's hand off and be like, now nah, you get it. You know, but just like, where's the whole, all right, you want me to be your master? You want me to do this? Well, now I'm going to treat you, I'm going to teach you the same way I was taught. Yeah. And right now, what I need is a fucking soldier because if this guy makes it to, to, to Tatooine, we lost. Ezra, you think you're ready to fuck it with... With, with this guy, with Thrawn? This is the greatest threat that we face in our lifetime besides Vader. And y'all just gonna let him go because you wanna have a chit-chat. Where is that? That's that's what I'm that's what I wanted from this show. 30 minutes we've seen can give you enough to tell a story. It's possible. Every other show that was 30 minutes gave you enough. But there's no fucking way 30 minutes is enough if you can't even give me a reason for them to go after Thrawn. Like, we know. Yeah. We know because we've seen Rebels. We know because we're into the lore. Would anybody else know? Would anyone else know why it is detrimental to not have Thrawn go back to that galaxy? Outside yeah. of people who no one would know, it's just a blue guy trying to get home, and it's like, well, what's the problem? What's the issue here? Like they didn't show any magic that was over the top, where it's like, oh, this is going and like this is going to take over the galaxy. He didn't build a Death Star while he was there. He doesn't have the Force. Like Balin was the baddest motherfucker there, and we don't know what he was doing. Like I'm, I'm. Watching this in the eyes of a, of a viewer. I don't know what the fuck Balin's doing. And to be honest with you, Shin should have stood with Ahsoka. Is she the leader of the Ravengers now? Like, what's going on here? What? This is what I'm saying. Where is her motivation? Like, I want to know when she goes up and puts her hand up with the lightsaber to the... I'm going to call them Ravengers because I don't give a shit. To the Ravengers. I want to know that that means... That she's ready to lead them. And her whole path of being trained by Balin was to lead an army or was to be a leader or some shit to that effect. Where it's like, okay, her story's now starting to develop. Balin, I'm looking for something more powerful than... Or something that's not normal. Okay, cool. We made the assumption of as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But everyone else is like, what's this thing? 
it's a rock with a face on it pointing galaxies away to a, be a light beacon. Cool. Can we get some kind of theory? Like that whole, the stories I can tell you about the fucking, the whales. Oh, I love those stories. You know, there's another story that, you know, most Jedis loved when they were younglings. The story of the father, the son, and the Santa Maria. The Inca, the, 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 the Inca, the Sinca, and the Santa Maria fucking ships that came to America. You know what I'm saying? Like, have him indirectly talk about these fucking godlike figures of the Force. So that way when it's like, yo, what is he looking for? You see the father there and you see the son there. It's like, are these the ones that Hu Jing was talking about? Is he looking for the people that Hu Jing already told us about? Oh, shit. Connecting the dots. Yeah, but I understand where you're going. But from their perspective, you don't need to connect the dots to something you should already know. So it's a little bit of it's a little bit of a boy teacher. jumping out of a car doing a 360 because his father told him in the beginning of the movie, feel the car. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it's more akin to a teacher turning around going pop quiz and the kid who missed three days is like pop quiz how are you gonna quiz us and the teacher like well if you were fucking here you'd be ready for the quiz that's what it is essentially he he did the show he wanted to do based on all the shit that we watched and you we didn't get we didn't get too much character growth except for bin uh for Balin and shin it's because those are the only two we hadn't seen before. All right, so here's, here's another thing. And I mentioned this to you last week when we watched the, the episode. This episode, the past couple episodes, was kind of like if someone made one of our ideas an episode. Remember when we used to make, like, yo, give me an episode of... This or how would you do this in the in the MCU or whatever? And we made that little section like yeah. Cap will be on the boat and this and that and that would happen and blah blah blah. And someone said, "Oh, that's cool. Let's make the episode." And they just went off of what you said. They didn't add nothing to it. They didn't subtract nothing to it. They just and somehow they're on horses riding to the plane. It took them four days to get away from it, but they got there in an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like. Oh, because, you know, everyone knows Thrawn's a bad motherfucker, so let's just make him do two things. All right, he did two things. And then the witch is going to find him because he got the sword of Vladimir. It's like, all right, cool. And it's like, okay, yeah, the witch is going to fight him, but it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This isn't accomplishing anything. We got the ghost of Christmas past in the, in the fucking... And these guys, because we wanted it. Yeah, it's fucking dope. And we got the Sword of Algamore. Yeah, that's fucking dope. And we got the Dead Rising. Yeah, that's dope. And Throne One. Yeah, that's dope. But this feels like someone told me about this episode and I didn't watch it yet. There's something else has to happen here. Yeah, here's, here's the main problem and why there's low viewership and why people like Dave Filoni didn't save shit and why people have actually turned away and there's actually full on data that said the 
uh, what do you call it? The value versus what I'm paying for for Disney Plus and a bunch of other streaming services has actually dropped. Yeah. People are reporting that what do you call it? That they're no longer satisfied with what they're getting out of Disney Plus for what they're asking to be paid uh, paid for. But the main crux is this has this is now guaranteed by all accounts leading into the sequel trilogy. So you can't do anything really that fucking bananas. Yeah. That's why all the, the Mortis shit and Ahsoka is in one galaxy and Thrawn, somebody that can be stopped, and Luke, somebody who could stop him, is in our galaxy. Because Thrawn shows up, Luke stops him, but that leads into the First Order. And then the sequel trilogy moves on, uh, you know, the way it is. And again, whether you like the sequel trilogy or not, it's, to me, always a detriment for you to go, hey, here's how it ends. Let's go back. Let's go back and fill in some of this shit. It's like, well, there's now you can't do any cool ideas because it all has to make sense as you get to this one spot. As opposed to maybe you didn't do the fucking sequel trilogy the way you did it. And you either do what George wanted to do or a fucking completely new thing. Not just rehash the same. Yo, I brought it up last time, but I'm going to bring it up again. A new hope. Young kid finds, finds out what the fuck a Jedi is. Take steps to fucking stop. What do you call it? Take steps to stop the fucking empire. They blew up the uh, what do you call it? The Death Star again. The big, big fucking Death Planet. How shooting one goddamn piece of it on the inside again? The same exact fucking thing. Step two. Our hero now goes and trains for three days. Hears that his friends are in trouble. Leaves. Shows up. Has a big revelation, loses to one dude. Now we got a big battle coming up for the third movie. What happened in fucking Last Jedi? The bitch ran out and trained for three days with some old dude. Heard her friends were in trouble. Fucking left. Came back. There was a big revelation. Your parents are nothing. Snoke is a puppet. They lose. Set up for the fucking battle of the third one. What happens? Emperor Palpatine's trying to turn the hero, trying to get him to join the cause. There's a big war happening. This is the fucking final battle. Good guys win. Empire die. The emperor dies. And everybody's go home happy. What happens here? Motherfucking emperor's back. He wants the fucking good guy to join his cause, strike him down, join us. A big fucking war happened. Like it, the exact same thing happened. We didn't get anything new. And now you're telling me that all this shit has to lead to that. Well, then there's only one road you can go down. You can't give me fantastical fucking shit. Because I am going to sit there and go, hold on. 
you haven't heard of any of this shit happening or you let the first order happen despite the fact that Thrawn came back and Luke had to go stop him and so like they're gonna have to walk a very tight line to make everything match up or you're gonna have to just sit there and go with Leia in charge or with Leia trying to get in charge of the new republic they are so fucking woefully incompetent that even after Luke beats the shit out of Thrawn and stops him, the New Order still springs up. Or the First Order. <clears throat> Listen. Everyone knew what happened with Rogue One. But that's one of the best movies they made. Yeah. But Rogue One, here's, here's the difference. Right? We know that somehow the Rebels got the plans to the Death Star. But they never showed us how. Right? Rogue One did something that no other Star Wars did. They actually put us in a fucking battlefield. Wasn't about a Jedi and a Sith. This was the war part of Star Wars. But what did it do? All the heroes died. Everybody had to die because they weren't in the next movies. Everything had to lead up to Leia getting the plan. So as 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 good as the movie is, and it is good, it's my favorite, and as you know, innovative as they tried to be. They found they walked the line to get from the story they wanted to tell to help us Obi Wan Kenobi, your only hope. So, like, how how big of a chance did did they take? I can write fifteen great characters; they all got to die at the end, so it doesn't matter. I mean, they still they still let us in on the characters, but um. No, but again, they did because these aren't people we've seen before. Like, we know, again, for people who watch, we know Ahsoka, we know Ezra, we know Sabine, we know Thrawn, we know Hera. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Like, we don't I'm know. Sorry, we don't know Ahsoka on her own dealing with Anakin. Like, we don't know how deep that wound goes of her believing that if she would have never left, Anakin would have never went to Darth Vader. And the little thing that people forget, Anakin went to the dark side to save his Padme. He didn't go to the dark side because of anything other than saving Padme. But anyway, she thought she was part of the reason why he went to Vader. She lived with survivor's guilt. We saw that in an episode. We didn't see that anywhere else. That would have been something to see. Sabine, another one, dealing with loss, dealing with the struggle of, of believing that they're gone because everyone's like, yo, Ezra's gone. You got to deal with it. We didn't see the struggle with people forcing her to believe Ezra's gone and her fighting it. 
know what I'm saying? Like, we saw moments of could have been greatness. And to be honest with you, one of the most hype moments was when C-3PO walked in. And I know people are like, oh, just recast fucking Leia. But when C-3PO walked in and said, I'm here to speak for Leia, that was one of those, hey, you fucking go. And I, I said that because that holds weight. C-3PO is a legendary character in the Star Wars saga. Leia has been a definitive. She's a high-ranking officer in this fucking... in this military. She put her foot down and said, I saved her. And then the next question, how real is it? We should prepare for the worst. Instead of for... It's fucking real. We need... To set up fucking anti-thronisms right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we needed we needed to see the struggle before the solution. Balin, we know he wanted extra power to do something. But we needed a little bit more motivation. His character alone can just stand there and say nothing. And it's the strongest character on screen. But in, like, in reality, if, let's say, the actor never died. And we made a season just for him. This could have introduced him more into what he was looking for. More of his motivation. We've seen, we seen the inner struggle of his Padawan where she's like, wait a minute. That's not what we stand for. Like, she's questioning Balin's decision to work with this dude because, like, wait, we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So th this is where I'm coming from. It's like, there's a lot of stuff that was left out. And even in cartoons, do we see the struggle? Of like Rex living with the fact that he's he he they just fucking used him and kicked him to the side like he's no longer a, a, a soldier anymore and he can't deal with that you know what I'm saying or other other clones that they never wanted to be soldiers they just wanted to have families and they had families and now they just want to protect them but they don't want to do nothing with the thing like little nitbits of cartoon showed us all of that with writing and emotion. And a lot of this stuff, it felt like this was the fucking old school High Republic Jedi. Detach yourself from emotion. And this is the part that I'm going to agree with fucking Mark Hamill. That's not what these Jedi do. And I'm not even going to call them Jedi because I don't even think they're fucking Jedis anymore. That's not what these force users do or these light users do. Because they have not learned to attach yourself from emotion. They have not learned to attach yourself from, from fucking wants and shit like that. Why? Anakin treated uh, Ahsoka like a fucking kid sister. Ahsoka treated Anakin like a big brother. That was her family. She treated um, Sabine like a little sister. And, and Ezra as a lost fucking, as a lost friend and shit like that. They had attachments to each other. They had that ride or die shit for each other. Luke never grew up with the, the, the fucking get rid of your detachments. He, deta he attached so quickly to Han Solo and Leia and Chewbacca that he risked his life to, to save them off of his own volition. And now all of a sudden, divorce yourself from emotion and attachment. She couldn't give a fuck if Ezra was on that goddamn galaxy. 
the person who would have gave a fuck the most or the second most after Sabine would have been Ahsoka. Oh, technically Hera, but I get your point. Yeah. That that's the problem. You say, yeah, we're supposed to know these characters. Problem is, I know these characters. And that wasn't them. Well, yeah, do you know why that wasn't them? Because see the last episode of Rebels, Ahsoka was already Ahsoka the White. Sabine and her were already like, yo, you ready to go? Let's rock. And they're going to go find Ezra. This, this went the line of, and I said it again in the first episode, when I was like, oh, this is going to be like Rebel Season 5. And then we get it, and I'm like, I don't think I wanted a Rebel Season 5. And what's everybody saying now? Every The consensus is this should have been Ahsoka's show. This shouldn't have been Rebel Season 5. But you got the you got the dude who has who wrote Rebels. You gave him a show. What's gonna sell more? Rebel season five or Ahsoka coming off the back of what she did in the Mandalorian in the book of Boba Fett? Ahsoka, my opinion. Yeah, so you slapped the name on it. It's this is the main problem. This is the main problem with Disney Star Wars. And you can go with all of it. It's the bait and switch. Oh, the Mandalorian is about a bounty hunter who's a Mandalorian. Kind of like Boba Fett? Yeah, kind of like Boba Fett. Just the same. Nope. It's about a dude and a kid who's going to turn into a father and son. That's really what that show's about. He's not really a fucking bounty hunter. He spent most of his time with the with fucking Grogu. Yeah. Book of Boba Fett. This motherfucker is going to take over Tatooine. He's the new godfather of crime. Nope. That's not the show we got. He's hanging around with the dipshit fucking Power Ranger reject kids. Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is, what do you call it? This is the, the rematch of a century. Him and Vader. Cool. We got that. But was he on Tatooine protecting Luke? Nope. There's motherfuckers out there with Leia running around. Yeah. Ahsoka, with, this is a Ahsoka this, show. That's, that's another one. We know the character. Leia did not know Obi-Wan <laughs> yeah. Kenobi. Like, not one thing that they have put forth is the thing they told us it was going to be. And I am including Andor in that. Because as much as I like Andor... The first episode, this motherfucker's like, I'm looking for my sister. And by the end of it, and even up to Tony Gilroy talking about the second season, they're dropping that line. So fuck his sister. He's no longer looking for her. Not one fucking thing is what you told. George Lucas said in the prequel, <laughs> we're going to go back and show you how Anakin became Darth Vader. Talk about the Clone Wars, and we're going to show you some of the Clone Wars. And what do he do? Like him, hate him, love him, whatever. Exactly what the fuck he told you he was going to do. We're not getting that. We're not getting that. 
and I don't know. I don't know what to do because it makes no sense to be the only one watching a show. Like yeah. if it's only us three who's watching it, or if it's only people watching it because they have to, they're doing a podcast and it's out and they need to talk about it. Yeah. That's not a good way to run your fandom and to run your IP because the people who are not doing podcasts, why watch it? Just tune into us or tune into somebody else and see what the fuck's going on. And if you, if you like and you're hyped for what we say, then you go back and you catch that episode. But then there's no reason to watch. And I feel like that's the issue that shows like this are starting to run into that it's basically become a oh let me see what this person said or what this person found maybe I'll watch it because it's like we'll hype certain things up but then it's like we start to notice the numbers just keep getting lower and lower when it comes to these series like, yeah it it's a mix of poor writing sorry it, bad writing I'm yeah Again, I will bring up. You want my examples of poor writing? Because there are episodes with good writing. Episode mm-hmm. six, where she was in, in the world between worlds with Anakin. Great episode, great writing. But you start off with the motherfucking captain of a fucking ship, going, I know for a fact that's a fake Jedi fucking signal coming from that ship because the Jedi had been gone for 30 years. Let's bring him on board anyway. That's fucking stupid. You got, we bring it up all the time. You got Sabine running in there. Spend this whole time trying to save Ezra. Trying to get to Ezra. You get to him. Ah, don't worry about any important fucking details that I got to tell you. We'll get to that eventually. Yeah. Just the reaction itself. It's like, they couldn't add a little emotion to it? Anything? No? Okay. Like, how hard would it have been for her to hear the voice, turn around, and just run, not say one word, just run up to him and hug him? Yeah. And let him be like, yeah, I missed you too. And then you know what you do? You cut to something else. Because then when you come back, and they're sitting there. That should have been the end of that episode. And when they come back and they're riding on that trail, and he goes, So you tell me the Emperor is dead, and this happened, and that happened. And she's going, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna conclude, oh, good. She filled him in. Yep. You didn't have to legit have her get filled in. Like it could have just been as easy. Save us time. Make it make sense. Come on. You know what the, the, the crazy shit is? Where I, I stepped out to get something to drink, but while you well, I was still on my way. I was hearing you guys talk about um the podcast people and everybody watching these shows. Yeah. It made me think, cheap plug. If anybody hasn't watched the interview we did with Janai Kai last week, go watch it. Because we, we got we got involved, we got we got into a conversation that not a lot of people talk about in the business. 
and it has to do with women, but I made a comment and I'm going to stick with it to, to comics and, and Star Wars and TV shows. Fans do not know what they want. They want to be sucked into your story. When you make a show trying to appease the fans, you fail. Because you leave everything else out. We got the mother, the father, the Santa Maria, and the Incas. We got that. We got Thrawn. We got Thrawn going to the other galaxy. We got Ahsoka the White. We got the world between worlds. We got Ezra Miller. We That's didn't. Ezra Bridger. Ezra Miller. I'm sorry. Ezra Miller. We got Ezra. We're disappointed. Why? Where's the story? Where's the story? If you would have just told us an Ahsoka story, we wouldn't have this issue. Mando season one was phenomenal because no one went into it saying, oh, I hope this guy fucking does laser backflips and fights the Ewoks and fucking in chapter two of book three of, of the legends of Nanagascar, he fucking had Vermilia fucking snakeskin uh, Vascar fucking metal that was magnetized to lightsabers and he just bring them in and he fought with 72 lightsabers. No, it wasn't a preconceived notion of this is what we want and if you don't give it to us, it sucks. It was just, oh shit, they made a movie about the Mandalorian, the real Mandalorian, not the Boba Fett, even though he's not a Mandalorian. Because everyone hears about these Mandalorian. Now we get to finally see what they're about. That's what we got. Here. Oh, Ahsoka. Oh, yeah? And she's going to go after Thrawn? Well, this better be like an extension of fucking Rebels. Because they didn't tell what happened to Rebels. And if, if she goes after Thrawn and Thrawn's alive, then Ezra got to be alive. And how is she going to get to the... How is she going to get to Ezra? The world between worlds. And if she gets the world between worlds and the father, the son, and fucking the Holy Ghost got to be in this shit too. And look at the white owl. The white owl is always chasing the white rabbit and the white rabbit is fucking Neo and this is the Matrix. And if you're going to do fucking Rebels, we need Sabine. Get Chopper in there too. And now they're sitting there going, shit, the checklist of everything they want. I throw it in there. But where are we going to do with the light, with diluting the Ahsoka story? Fuck it, this is what they want. Kids, and I'm I'm saying viewers are kids, will give you a laundry list. I remember doing this. It will give you 15 pages of what we want for Christmas. And if you give them everything on the list except for one thing, that one thing is the most important thing that they wanted on that list, and now they're disappointed. Yep. They didn't get X. They didn't get the John Cena figure they wanted or the, the Captain American figure that they wanted. They got everything else. That one thing, they didn't get it. So now they're disappointed. But if you say, don't write a list, I'm just going to get you shit. All right, everything, you get them. Oh, shit, this is dope. I wasn't expecting anything. I wasn't, ex like, I wasn't sitting here going, I told you I want chocolate cake. So if you come in here with any other, with the Tres Leches, I like Tres Leches, but I'm still disappointed. I want chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing. 
They have to learn like they did back in the day. Our story is more important than your fucking anticipation. Your expectation is not as strong as our story. Yeah. I said it before and I'll say it again. The reason that won't happen is because George Lucas did that with the prequels and everybody who was old enough to know better turned around and went, what the fuck is this? Everybody who was young, everybody who was young fell into it. Anybody who's like a real diehard prequel lover was 10, 11 years old when that shit came out. But see, anybody who's not was old enough to know the fuck this is. So Disney's scared to do anything. No, but see, this is the problem, though. You said prequel movies. George Lucas explained everything to us in four, five, and six, and then changed everything in one, two, and three. That's like them going, these every single person on the mission in Rogue One lost their lives, but they sent us the data for the Death Star. And then we watched Rogue One, and not one person died. And we go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We thought it was a trap. You know what I'm saying? That's That's the difference. That's the difference. Like, I teach you, I tell you what I put on my steak. And then we go to cook the steak. And I don't have none of the ingredients I got there. You're like, wait a minute, this isn't what you're talking This isn't this isn't the steak that you was that we were talking about. Oh no, it is, trust me, we just changed it for you. Well, they they, they acknowledged that during the Clone Wars, Taquan. Where Chewbacca, um, where uh, Yoda went to Chewbacca's land and actually helped fight the, the, the clones there, right? That was when yeah. they did Order sixty six. Yo, you know what else is funny about that? How the fuck Chewbacca knows Yoda, and Han Solo still like the Jedi's fucking fake bullshit. None of that's real. <laughs> the fuck you mean none of that? The motherfuckers with him. Wait, that's like me. They can't convince me that I know Collision and Rampage are house shows. They can't convince me them shits are on TV. But they they show them. Somebody records that shit on their phone and puts that shit on YouTube. But but it's live on air. Mm. Happening. I don't think so. We we're usually live at the time it's live, but it's live. <laughs> Yeah, I Anthony, to, 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 I'll let you I'll let you answer that because I think you was gonna answer Anthony's question. I honestly believe they call Ray a Mary Sue because men typically take control of uh, when it comes to any fantasy booking or any fantasy movie with Marvel, Star Wars, all those action types, Fast and Furious, and all that. And for some reason, the guys that have the loudest mouths are the biggest, are the most insecure people and they just don't like the fact that women are a part of their lives. That's why they call them Mary Sue. That's the same reason why they ain't like um, the Inquisitor from Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, she had two strikes. She was a woman and she was black. 
But I think that's what it was. Because for some fucking reason, if you can't jerk off to him, you are not allowed to be there. And I say that because no one had a problem with Leia because Leia was in a bikini sitting next to Jabba the Hutt. Now you can answer this question. No, so this is this is the thing. It's all the perception, right? Luke had no idea what the fuck was going on in the first, in New Hope. But he had Ben Solo show him a little bit, put the visor on him. He was already said that he was a good pilot. Because he could drive sand speeders or some shit. And that he used to shoot swamp, uh, swamp rats that were just the size of that vent hole. So he had a little bit of experience already going in. And the second one, he had actual three days or a few days of proper training. Then he left. Then by the time he gets to the last one. It's assumed that he did even more training on his own and he became stronger and he fulfilled his mission. We're raising Mary Sue because she spent her entire life on a desert planet, not doing a fucking thing, but yet she can fly the Millennium Falcon. She knows about the capacitor and all that other shit. She spent a couple days not getting trained at all by Luke. Then she's strong enough to stand up to Kylo and do all this other shit. Then we get to the third movie and all of a sudden Leia is training people which we never heard before. She never showed any sign of being interested in any of this shit but Leia's got a lightsaber and she trained and now all of a sudden Rey can hear every single fucking Jedi that's ever died when none of that happened, like where, where the fuck was Qui Gon and uh, uh, Mace Windu and all those other people when Luke had to sit there and, and needed something to stop Vader? It's it's a perceived difference where she didn't lose at all. Luke got his hand chopped off, and Vader kicked the shit out of him in the second movie. And then he had to come back. So essentially, he got lucky in the first one, got the shit kicked out of him in the third one, came back, and was fully actualized in the third. Ray got lucky in the first one, kicked the shit out of everybody in the second one, kicked the shit out of everybody in the third one. When, When did she lose? Where was her hero's journey? Where was the obstacle she had to overcome? That's the perceived difference. That's what makes her... The Mary Sue is that there's not one ounce of adversity that she had to fucking climb. And if you want to put her parents in there, her getting over the deal with her parents, well, you made her parents simultaneously nothing and Palpatine. Yeah. So. So. This this is another thing I hate. I've heard somewhere that Leia was actually training with Luke, but she stopped training so she become so she could become in the Senate, more active with the Senate and shit. So she did train 
But then she put that away. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to bring up. It is well documented that George Lucas himself has stated prequel and OG trilogy canon. Star Wars, um, Clone Wars, and Rebels, canon. The video games, the books, and all that other, the comics, and all that other shit, extended universe. He never once really officially canonized any of the other shit. It's those movies, the original and the prequel, and those two cartoons. And the original Clone Wars cartoon movie, but those are the only thing he ever truly considered canon. So if we go with that, with what the man says, Leia never gave a fuck about anything about the Force. Shit, she didn't even give a shit that Vader was her father. Because <laughs> that never comes up. Well, I mean, she because she was fucking... She was raised by two loving parents. No, but the fact that Vader never even addresses Leia. Yeah. Like, once he knows, oh, shit, Luke, I am your father. He never goes back and and says, you, how was your sister, all that other shit. Never once. Did he know? Huh? Did he know Leia was his daughter? He knows. I don't even know. I think he knew he had twins. No, because Palpatine told him at the end of the prequels that Padme died. Yeah, he killed her. Nothing about the kids. I don't think Palpatine knew about the kids. But he was... He had a feeling that he, that Luke was his son. Dude, again, this is this is the thing, right? I, I'm, I've been a Star Wars fan. So this is where I wrestle with this, right? Because I've been a Star Wars fan from the jump. I watched the movies... I know most of the lore for the movies themselves and all that shit. The one thing that separates me from, I guess you can call them actual Star Wars fans, is I'm not the fucking fall at the at the altar or kneel at the altar of George Lucas. Because I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You're standing in front of Princess Leia at the beginning of A New Hope. There's no mention of fucking familiar connection. But he he felt something with Luke. So well, again, also, also he Luke had his lightsaber. All right. Yeah, sure. He had the lightsaber. But if you're force connected, he would have been connected with connected, his daughter. You can't tell. You, there's yeah. nothing there. Yeah, you would have been. He would have been. I'm pretty sure. Was... I'm pretty sure in the prequels. I'm, I gotta look it up. I think Padme says she's having twins. No, he, he clearly. No, I I think they were surprised. I think all of them were surprised she had twins. Which which is something again. What the fuck good is the force? If you can't tell how many people are in the uh, that she's carrying, 
I don't think he gave a shit about the kids. He just wanted to say Padme. Remember, he was getting nightmares that his kids and Padme were dying, and all he wanted to do was say Padme. So, so which brings me to my point. George, the end-all, be-all being with him, even his shit doesn't fucking make sense if you hold a microscope to it. Yeah. A magnifying glass. How long? Look how long, how many years it took for them to correct fucking Obi-Wan who didn't know the fucking droids in the New Hope who turned around and was like, no, Vader killed your father. And then in the second one, when they wrote in the twist, had to go back. Well, everything is right from a certain point of view. Because he didn't have, he didn't, like, it wasn't concrete when he did the first one. So, we're basically, I mean, Star Wars is full of bad writing yeah. and fucking leaps that you got to take on your own to connect shit and to mm-hmm. make sure shit works correctly. And your fandom lies within how much you're willing to go. This is what I'm getting out of it. All the other shit. I'm going to look past or I'm going to rationalize to myself. And then we're good to go. Yeah. The problem nowadays is... The problem nowadays is... I don't think people are are giving the same... Or affording the same rights of... Let me rationalize this in my head... As they gave George. So now what did you do? Because I I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Yeah, I get it. So I'm going to bring this up. Christian Haderson did exactly what George Lucas wanted him to do. Okay. He has the whole speech. I hate sand. It's rough. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Right? That line is supposed to be delivered by a dude who was a fucking slave on a desert fucking planet his entire life. That's why he hates sand. Did that come across? Be honest. Not anybody here on the panel. If you're watching me now, or if you're listening on the fucking streaming thing, be honest with yourself. How many of you heard him say, I hate sand, it's coarse, it's rough, and it gets everywhere, and thought this motherfucker hated being a slave his whole life? No one. No one until later on down the line when it was explained to you that that's what was supposed to happen. Then you go, okay. That's George Lucas writing and directing. But in episode six, Ahsoka shows um Ahsoka goes to the world between worlds, Hayden Christensen comes back, and immediately for 30 minutes, great acting, great chemistry, exactly what Anakin's supposed to be. And Vader. Yeah, and Vader. Menacing, powerful, and he did it with Rosario Dawson, and he did it with, and forgive me, I don't know her name, but with the little actress with the little girl who played young Ahsoka. Two different actresses 
and he still kept the same fucking connection and the same fucking camaraderie and was consistent with both throughout that entire episode. Why? He had better writing. He had better direction. So he was able to give a better fucking performance. And again, does that, again, does that negate my love of Star Wars? No. I just bought another fucking lightsaber that a review's coming out pretty soon. I'm working on a way to fucking modify it. I'm still, I have Hero Forge minis that I'm fucking making right now that are me as fucking Jedi. I bought a fucking robe so I can walk around as a goddamn Jedi. Like, it still doesn't negate my love. But let's be fucking real here. Let's be fucking real here. Everybody who's a George Pierce, you make rationalizations and you make leaps to keep everything all fucking rosy glasses. And if you're not going to afford that to the next, then you're always you're always going to be in a perpetual state of, well, this shit isn't the real shit. And you lose the love of your thing. Hey, I'm number one. I'm the first person. If it's no longer for you, walk away. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to love anything. But I'm just saying, let's not act like the motherfucker was the greatest shit ever written. And I'll put it in this terms. I'm a Giants fan. This year we're sucking. Right? That's what they say. Yeah, the coach, (laughs) like, look what the coach is doing. We're supposed to have more weapons and all that shit. Oh, but last year, but last year what? Let's not act like last year's team was the fucking great team and we fell off. Last year's team won some games, but wasn't a fucking good team. We just got lucky and won some games. We took the same motherfuckers here and look what we're doing. Like, let's not, let's be real about this for a second. Let's put the fandom down. Let's fucking, as Toe would like to say, let's take the dicks out of the mouth. Word. And fucking look at everything. See, me, I'm, I was never an um, idolizer of someone who writes a story. I like the work. Like, I, I know someone famous, and if you told me his name, I'd be like, yes, that was him. Wrote The Departed and directed The Departed. I like the work that was there. Inception. I like the work. I don't give a shit who wrote it. The shit came out good. Star Wars. I told Ray this. Clone Wars made me a Star Wars fan. And it made me understand the prequels, the original, and the sequel trilogies. It made me understand the lore. All of the shit that's happening. That's why I like it. I don't care if George Lucas writes it. If fucking Lucas George writes it, if Lucas Cage writes it, the only person I don't want touching this shit is Michael Wakakiki. I don't want him touching no more shit. No more shit. Him and Ezra Miller, no more shit. Don't touch nothing. But I am all about the story. And the, the biggest thing for me, yo, for real, gang is gone. The, the the biggest thing for me is 
the story has to hit. And by I'm not saying Ahsoka is She-Hulk. What I'm saying is this was a very piss poor excuse on why I can't get a raise. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this the is yeah. This is a bad No, scratch that. Not bad. This is straight up lazy let's get to the fucking movie writing. This looks like Ahsoka was a hit in Mando. Let's make a TV show about it. Everyone here loves Ahsoka. We're we're hyped for this. This is going to be dope. And they said, oh, sorry, we're not doing the Ahsoka you want to do. We just got to get a story going to get Thrawn back for the movie. Because apparently that's the way, apparently that's the way it's going. We don't know, but that's the way it's looking. We just need Thrawn. So we're going there through Ahsoka. And we're getting to Thrawn through Ahsoka through Rebels. Because in all actuality, we don't need Ahsoka to get to Thrawn. We could have had Rebels. We could have had another Star Wars movie of just the fucking Knights is going to get Thrawn. Ahsoka really didn't accomplish nothing in this. The only thing they shown was that the people running the place now are stupid. And Ahsoka really ride like the wind bullseye and wherever we go is where we go. In all honesty. That's what it was. They ripped the fucking soul out of the fucking out of the whole group when they said, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> this isn't an Ahsoka story. This is a Thrawn story. And Thrawn was only in three episodes. That's what happened. I don't give a shit if it's George Lucas writing this shit. Because we already know there are better stories out there with Star Wars lore than than George Lucas can fucking tell us. There's so much shit that can happen with the Force that's unimaginable in this fucking lore. Someone literally had his fucking brain broke from the Force. And he's not a split personality. He's literally two people. He's two people. One of them is a dark side user. The other one is a light side user because of how fucked up the fucking Sith and the fucking Jedi were to him. These are stories people wrote. Stories of fucking Vader turning an Anakin for a split second to fucking have that attachment with the clone warrior that was with him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the shit where it's like, there's people thinking shit up. There's people in rooms thinking shit up. People on podcasts thinking shit up. And these people go, we just need to get from point A to point B. Fuck what you want. No, no. We're going to give you everything that you want. Fuck any continuity. Fuck any purpose for this shit. Here goes, you want a ring? Here goes a ring. You're not going to propose? Nah, it's just a fucking ring. But wait until next week when I give you that fucking tie you wanted. Oh, that tie is going to be something good. Wait a minute. That's the problem here. You're spitting in our face. 
And the reason why people don't get Disney Plus is because there's no other reason to watch. I, I watch Disney Plus and I watch some of the, the, the movies that are on there. And to be honest with you, I have the DVDs. If Disney Plus didn't exist, I can still watch those movies because I have the Blu-rays of them. I can drop in fucking Endgame whenever the fuck I want. Put it in my Xbox. I can watch it. Disney Plus is not giving us shows. Yes, they give us Marvel. They give us Star Wars, but that's it. Once Upon a Time was one of the biggest shows when it came out on ABC. You're telling me you can't make a show like that for Disney? That was a fucking Disney show. <clears throat> or it had Disney fucking characters in it. Yeah. You're telling me you can't make a Beauty and the Beast show? A Seven Dwarfs show? Something? At least for kids to be like, oh, I want to see this. You just literally made a movie library for us to watch. We got the DVDs. And I don't give a shit. Oh, it does. It, it's costing us more money. You know why? You know why? Because you're not putting any effort into it. You're not doing nothing with it. You open up a store and don't sell nothing. Of course it's going to cost you more money to fucking run than to not run. You want people to pay for a subscription to watch the shit they already got in their fucking little this holder. Come on. Let's be fucking serious. That's why that's the same reason why the cock ain't working, Peacock. Because the difference with Peacock and the WWE network was one, the WWE had every single fucking thing of wrestling that, that they had. The entire library. You can access anything. You can access AAA. Fucking uh, AWA back from 19 fucking 75 and watch Kurt Henning wrestle fucking Terrible Air for the fucking AWA title. You can see that. You could watch that if you wanted. You can get caught in the, in the, in the rabbit holes. They had Legends House. They had Breaking Ground. They had uh, Table for Three. They had the fucking tattoo show with Corey Graves. They had all this shit that they were producing back and forth. They had the little interviews. They had the little skippets of the shit. They had all the commercials. They put so much work into the fucking thing. Peacock, you can watch whatever's on NBC. What the fuck is Hulu for then? Yo, you know what's funny about that rant? No, remember I, I, like a half hour ago or an hour ago, I turned around and was like, oh, there's empirical data that people are now, you know, distrusting the Disney Plus shit and netflix and it's starting to drop and all that yeah you know what's actually on the rise with customer satisfaction and gaining more ground peacock <laughs> of course it, it, it literally in that report it had the biggest gain out of out of anybody that did have a game which was peacock paramount plus no peacock uh apple tv amazon prime were the only ones that have gains Amazon Prime and Apple gained like two percent. Peacock was at like a five to six percent range in gain. So Peacock is steadily growing, which is hilarious to hear that. 
<laughs> that rent. Come on. No, but you know, it's like. No, but I understand your I understand your point. Again, like Taquan said, if if they took Marvel and Star Wars off of Disney Plus, I cancel it immediately. Yeah. Because my mom loved Disney. I don't give a shit. I haven't cared about Disney fully since Goof, the Goofy movie. That's the last time I gave a shit about anything that that the mouse had. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I don't. I honestly don't think. What was the last thing I? The last thing we saw on there that wasn't Star Wars or Marvel was Willow. Yeah, that was a. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is the deal with writing TV shows where one character has to be annoying as fuck the entire time. I don't know if, if that's. I don't know if they're writing it that way, or if me just being old. I'm starting to be that fucking get off my lawn guy, and now any any just teenage shit is just stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's a consensus with a lot of these, a lot of these shows. But um, no, I think yeah, Di- Disney Plus is legit becoming a. If it's not that, there's really nothing else. Because I feel like we've all watched the movies that were like, oh, let me rewatch this for the nostalgia of it. Now what? Without yeah. Marvel and, and Star Wars. Yeah. Like. And, you know, this is why I say more. Like, I will fight anybody. We need more. More of this, more of that, more of that. Why? Why, my good man, I must say? Because I'm paying monthly for it. Yeah. If I'm paying monthly for I mean everything we got. Everything we got. If this was cable and this was a channel, all right, I'll wait. But I'm paying monthly for this shit. I got to pay six months to watch this shit, the, to watch Echo? And listen, all I wanted to watch was the Daredevil fucking show. And I got it. I can't wait for the day. I'm waiting eight months for the Daredevil show. The writer's strike didn't give a discount for this shit. <laughs> Think about it. We're paying money to watch brand new shows that come out. And they've been delayed for how long? Echo's already been almost a year. Did they offer us a fucking discount? Saying, oh, because of the writer's strike, we're gonna these last months, we're going to give you a discount. Thank you for being a loyal customer. No, they said, fuck you. We're going to charge you more. For what? For, for what? To wait? This is why the shit drops. There's no more customer service here. There's, the, this generation is, fuck you, pay me. Fuck you. We deserve you to fucking have this. You're supposed to buy this shit. We're not supposed to have any fucking, any uh, customer service with this shit. Because... Everything we do, we get fuck you to us. But the problem is when it's a recurring payment and you keep saying fuck you, I don't care what you put on. I'm not watching your shit. I'm not watching your shit. 
especially if I have to pay for it. The UFC? Fuck you. This guy doesn't earn a shot. We're just going to put whoever has the, the biggest mouth. Fuck you. That's who the number one contender is. They don't deserve a shot, but we're going to give it to them anyway. I'm paying for this. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. Canelo. He's going to fight a super-duper middle mantle uh, fucking uh, Adam Waite guy that just so happens to gain fucking 40 pounds to fight him? Fuck, I need to pay $100 for it. We know, what the hap we know what's happening. We know what's happening. I watched all of Mayweather's fights. You know why? Because they used to be on HBO. You know what HBO did? They showed the fucking fight the next week on HBO. Because you paid for HBO, they showed it on HBO. I also bought a lightsaber. It's supposed to be shipped within five days. We're going on two weeks. I had to email them where my shit is at. Do I get a, yo, sorry for the inconvenience, here goes 10% off? No. Do I get a, yo, sorry for the inconvenience, you know, we're going to ship this extra shit with it? No. Listen, the, your order's been, you know, the, your, your order's been due to high demand, place some back order, it should be here within X amount of days? No. I got, fuck you, you already paid for it, you get it when the fuck you get it. I didn't, I didn't click the box that said, do not fuck me <laughs> on sign up for an extra $50. There was no, there was no option here. You know what I'm saying? Amazon Prime. Oh, fucking! It's supposed to be there Friday. You're paying for Amazon Prime monthly. Shit's coming Monday. There's no fuck you. He goes ten percent off. It's fuck you. It's getting there Monday. What do you want me to do? You paid extra because you wanted to pay extra, not because you wanted it two days. You wanted to pay extra. Talk sucker. That's the that's the issue with this fucking generation. The problem is. Motherfuckers that got sense is like, well, I don't give a shit about any of this shit. I'm not watching it no more. I'm not watching it. They're making a movie about it? Cool, I'll watch the fucking movie. I'm bootleg. And then when we do go to watch it, the loyal people that pay every fucking month for this shit, and we go to the movies to watch the movies, we're the ones getting spit in our face? You ain't hurting the people that ain't watching it. They ain't watching it. We're watching this. How long have been have we been waiting for a Soka show, Cap? Three, four years. Yeah, since definitely since she showed up in live action. Yeah. And I'm not saying the show was bad, but that's what we get. Yeah. To be 100% fair, the only reason we're ranting about the show is because the ending was nothing. That what what essentially happened is we found a hot chick. We took her all the way back to her house. Everything was good, consensual. She got nude. We got ready to go. And right before the good part, she turned around and said, Shit, I gotta take a business call. Got up and left. And you're like, Well, I guess I'll go home now. See you tomorrow. And I, again, go back. You can go back and see the trepidation I had 
talking about the first few episodes where I was like, I don't think this is gonna fucking go. Yeah, the way everybody thought. Listen, I, I was right about episode three, four, and five, where I said they were gonna turn and we we're gonna get to see them. I think they were just introducing them and all that other shit, but we didn't get enough. I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say it until uh, until you're blue in the face. We didn't get enough. Yeah, but you. Here's the thing: you can't. Yeah, we didn't get enough, but we can't get 22 episodes of fucking season. That's not possible anymore. That's, if you, then, then give us yo, an hour. I guarantee you this: I will make the hot claim right now, or the hot take, or whatever the fuck the kids say. Here's my hot take: the fleet. I don't. Know. I'm not gonna say that. Hot take, Dougie. <laughs> Daredevil is 18 episodes. By episode eight, everybody's gonna be everybody's gonna stop watching that show. Knowing that there's 10 more episodes, and people are gonna be like, this is a fucking slog to get through. But I guarantee it. Yeah. By episode eight, people are gonna be like, that's good. They should have cut this shit into two different seasons. He's not wrong. That's the and you're gonna sit here and be like, no, we need more. And my hot take, you specifically, Toe. We're gonna get to episode eight, and you're gonna be like, what? This is too much. What the fuck are we? We got another ten episodes of what? Bro, I sat through sixty-four episodes of the first season of Power Rangers. Yeah, here's the thing. You already <laughs> knew what the Power Rangers were. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't know there was sixty-four episodes. Yeah, <laughs> you're expecting this. You're expecting Daredevil to be good, and no matter what the fuck you want to say, Daredevil can't be good for eighteen episodes. You know why? Because anything that's worth watching twenty-seven episodes a fucking season. What do they do? This episode happened. Move on to the next. This episode happened. Move on to the next. Occasionally, we get three or four episodes in a row that link up and tell a bigger story. Then that goes off, and we get individual fucking serialized story. What's the fucking the the bad guy of the week? What are we doing this week? This week had nothing to do with next last week. Had nothing to do with next week. Mm-hmm. We just get an episode here and there, and you can't do that. With these shows. You can't do that. Because especially with Marvel. Because everything has to fucking connect. Everything has to go together. Everything has to make sense. Everything has to tie in. So you can't just have. 18 random episodes. With three or four of them. Giving you a little mini arc in a season. Yeah. But they'll definitely give us filler. That's been the. Has been the consensus of a lot of these is yeah, but we get a lot of filler episodes. So I'm gonna explain it this way, right? Chicago PD and Chicago Fire, yeah. they're the only two Chicago's that I actually watch because Med is a little too pretentious for me. <laughs> Chicago Fire, ne- I've never seen a filler episode of Chicago Fire. Why? Because each episode is its own thing. To be a filler episode is to already insinuate 
that you don't know how to finish your story, but you need to fill all this time, so you just threw some shit in there. Which then, as soon as we're like, oh, this is the filler episode, guess what? This is the episode we could skip. It's not consequential. Yeah. But regular TV, you know, for a good eight seasons, I never missed a fucking episode of of NCIS. I watched every single fucking episode of NCIS. None of them shits ran together. It was all just one one episode that had nothing to do, like I keep saying. And I've never ran across a bad episode of NCIS. There's not a if I go right now to USA Network that plays it all the time, or Ion TV, and sit down and it's one of the episodes from the first eight seasons, I'm watching that episode the whole way through. There's not one episode where I'm like, oh, I can skip this one. Yeah. And it is impossible. To do that with Star Wars or Marvel because they have to tie into a larger story. It does it does not serve a purpose. That's why every time we get to an episode, no matter what, WandaVision, Cap and the Winter Soldier, the first season of Loki, uh, Miss uh, Marvel, every time we get to episode like four or five, Every single reviewer, including us, are like, well, this was the filler episode. This was the bullshit one. And it drags down the fucking... It drags down the fucking show. Yeah. Look at how we feel about episode seven. I came out of episode seven with the question, like, what the fuck's happening? What the fuck did we do? We did 39 minutes and nothing happened. And what happened? That dragged down the show. And instead of being on that incline and getting to the finale, we dipped, giving that finale room to go down instead of pick back up. So, so yeah, you want more episodes. Well, we're going to have to make concessions then. Well, the, the thing with, with Daredevil specifically, he's also a lawyer. We can actually get some lawyer show in this. <laughs> True. But now, are you willing... To, 18 episodes. Are you willing to watch six random lawyer episodes that don't tell a bigger story that are just sprinkled throughout in the middle of a fucking arc? In the middle of a of a four episode, let's say five episodes. We got a four episode Punisher arc. And right in that fucking middle, they just doing a lawyer one. Because they need to fill space and build tension. Are you you going to accept that? Because if you're going to accept that, then that's a concession we can make. We'll make 57 episodes if you want. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Bro, listen. If this, sh- I'm not saying this shit needs to win Academy Awards every episode. What I am saying is the story you're saying needs to have something in it. Dude. Even filler, even filler episodes, do something. You know what I'm saying? They they do something. The problem is, you're seeing it as these shows are making movies. They split up into parts. We don't need a movie. We need a TV show. 
That's the beautiful part of a TV show. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yes, they had its moments. But a lot of the shit they were doing was all based off of a show. It was the show. It wasn't a fucking movie. You were able to show us more stuff on a show. You were able to give us more information on a show. You were able to drag out the story for 18 episodes on a show so we could get deep into the character. But see what you just said? Drag out a story. Why drag... In regular TV, there's no dragging out of a story because you're not writing the story. You're writing an episode. What's the point of sitting there having to drag out a story to a certain number of episodes if you don't have that number of episodes? One Piece. This is the perfect example. One Piece is an anime that's 150 fucking seven episodes long. They took the first arc, cut out all the bullshit, eight episodes on Netflix. One of the best things I've fucking seen this year. One of the best things I've seen this fucking year. Eight episodes. No filler. No dragging out. Here's the story. Boom. We have this enough for this? We told it. Boom. Let's go. Think about it, Ben. When Julie tells us a story, how much do we sit there and go, Jesus Christ, Julie, you don't know how to tell a story. You've been talking for 50 minutes and you still have we still haven't got to what the fuck this is about. As much as I guarantee you, as much as you think you want more, wait until 18 episodes, wait until after 18 episodes of no. Daredevil and we're sitting here like, yo, what the fuck are we watching? Bro, I've sat through some shit. <laughs> I sat through Game of Thrones and I'm telling you right now, I had, I did not understand anything happening in Game of Thrones until after, until after the fucking fact. I don't know anybody's name in Game of Thrones except for the Mountain, Khaleesi, and Peter Dinklage. And I was like, that shit was good. Then I watched the fucking Dragon Mama Slayer, whatever the fuck. And that was just as fucking confusing of what the fuck is going on. I'm like, okay, cool. My shit is straight out. Give me a story where I can invest in somebody and we can go what's going on. They had the fucking kid that I wanted to, I wanted dead since day one, the, the prince or the king with um, Joffrey, King Joffrey. I wanted him dead. Peter Dinklage. I was like, I'm behind this motherfucker the whole time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hated the little fucking girl. But, but it was always something I can gravitate to. The fucking Sons of Anarchy. I'm watching that shit. And I'm like, yo, this shit is, it's, it's holding my attention. The Mayan show, is it slow at times? Yeah. But it's still one of those things like, okay, what's going to happen now that the club is dealing with this? You know, there's, there's always got to be some plot, something there. Like, even if, let's say, there's a filler episode where fucking Matt Murdock needs to be a lawyer for a fucking bodega that's being trying to be overrun by the man and all that other shit. That story can be he did this because he's this is the person this is the one that he needs to win to keep his fucking practice alive. Or this fucking people are a conglomerate and he just wants the information to get to this person or some shit like that. Or this is just straight up showing humanity. 
in the, 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 the little man getting representation and fighting back against the, the big man. There's a lot of shit that you can do in an episode that doesn't have to be main. Like, not every single second of a fucking show needs to be, we gotta stop Thrawn. And I know this because Balin standing next to his Padawan made everyone go, oh shit, this nigga's a bad motherfucker. Who's this? And we made a backstory for this motherfucker. Not we, because I don't do that. People made a backstory for this motherfucker because he he fucking turned, he pu pulled his hood back a little slower than average. And that's when they found out that Poo Poo Pan was his fucking master. And Poo Poo Pan gave fucking Ahsoka uh, uh, the fucking um, Anakin as a Padawan. And that motherfucker trained him. And now Anakin and, and Balin are fucking clones of each other because that's what they do in the fucking Jedi temple. They make clones of each other and he was a fucking guard and he bled his shit a little bit because he, he wanted a little dark side. That motherfucker said, I can't have all white meat. I need a little dark meat in my fucking salad. And boom, now his shit is orange and the bitch that he's with was a Tuku Freddy's fucking doll bitch that was, that was fucking that was around the way and she had the fucking force and the foresight to fucking force someone to get out of line and we got all that shit from the head nod the little fucking slow methodical pace of the fucking of the, the, the hood going down all that fucking shit because my man just stood there people made a backstory from everyone's Takawaka Kiki all of a sudden but you can't give me 18 episodes Motherfuckers can make an entire fucking 30 minute episode of a guy with a fictional backstory that's not related to the show that makes more sense than what the fuck is happening in the show. But I can't get a fucking episode with where somebody says something other than the fucking we got to kill Thrawn. Here's, here's what I'm saying. If your show. I don't know his name, Genghis Khan. It, it's Plo Koon. Okay. <laughs> if your show, if if you're telling me this, right? Daredevil is Daredevil born again. Yeah, and Taekwon's basically echoing your sentiment. Yeah. If Daredevil season, if this new Daredevil season is Daredevil born again, and you get 18 episodes, and five of them are filler. Give me the 13 episodes to tell the fucking story. I don't need five extra episodes. Yeah, but what if that filler episode is the episode of when he was a kid and that's what made him blind? Or, or no, but what if the filler episode is of the nun that, that, that turned out to be his mother and we found out what happened to her? What if the filler episode is Froggy going on a fucking side mission trying to do something for himself because he wants to... He wants to prove that he's not just a worthless shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, that's not a part of the plot of the story, but those so, are episodes. So, your first two examples would be part of the plot. The last one, the froggy one. Yeah, not part of the plot. In the grander scheme of things, when we can look back at it and go, was it necessary? Not really. It's not there if you want to tell me a if you want to tell me a story. Again, if you just want to make 18 episodes of Daredevil and then the last four or five 
Give me a mini arc. Cool. But I don't need my story to be stretched longer than it. Ask anybody who's ever read The Hobbit. The Hobbit's one book. <laughs> Ask them it's, it's if they need three people. fucking movies to tell one fucking story. When the Lord of the Rings took three separate books and made movies about each book. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings part one still ain't in yet. Yeah. But it's one movie or one book and they made three fucking movies. Ask any ask anybody who's not a diehard or who's not a turn your brain off fast and the furious fan who like told. You mean to tell me, Vin Diesel, you got one movie left. You're going to stretch it into three fucking movies? What, what are we doing? Tell the fucking story. You don't need three movies to tell the fucking story. I don't need 18 million episodes to say to tell me one fucking thing. If you're going to put five episodes that are that are going to be not pushing the plot forward, like, I don't give a shit if you want to show me Froggy's not a fucking piece of shit. That's something you should, we should already know. He's teaming with Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock wouldn't be, in your example, I'm going off of, Matt Murdock doesn't team with piece of shit people. You mean to tell me that you couldn't show me in episodes one through four that this frog version of Froggy's not a piece of shit? I got to go on a whole nother side tangent? To figure out something that I already fucking know. <laughs> See, where you're speaking, where you're talking about the fan who just wants the content, I'm coming from a perspective of now, fuck giving us the content. Give us the fucking story. And if you only need six episodes to tell the story, give us a six episodes. Give us six good episodes. Yeah, tell the story. Okay, so here's the thing. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you hated. They told the story. Ahsoka, they told the story. Mando, season three, they told the story. Fucking, um... All right. What was it? Boba Fett. They just told you the story. They actually had a filler episode with a different story in it just so people can like some part of that fucking show. So, Ahsoka... I don't hate Ahsoka. The finale is just a little, uh, but I don't hate that show. Uh, Obi-Wan. Why do I hate that show? Because we have a character that didn't need the, the actress. Not saying anything about the actress. But the character didn't need to be in there and didn't improve the plot, didn't improve the story, didn't do a fucking thing for the whole fucking series. Book of Boba Fett, the best part of it, was when we went and watched another fucking show doing it. <laughs> what, was the other one, what was the other one you mentioned? It's uh, Mando season three. Mandalorian season three. That was all about Bo-Katan. And the worst, what's the worst part of Mando season three? Is when Lizzo and fucking Jack Black showed up. And, Man- and Mando went to fucking robots are the droids that were being oppressed and see who gives a fuck about these oppressed robots kill them 
the filler was the worst part. The whole village, they didn't just tell a story. That's the fucking point. Well, th th that was a part of the story of how he hates robots. We already knew that. And then we already remedied it because he went back and said, hey, build that robot. I like that one. Give me that robot. You don't need to then tell me, you don't need to show me his hatred of robots goes so far that everywhere else in the galaxy, he's a good guy. But when it comes to droids, fuck the oppressed, murder them on sight, turn into Eddie Kingston. Like, what the fuck? Because now that, I guarantee, I honestly, 100%, you were with me watching that episode. When I was like, yo, what the fuck are we doing, Mando? I turned on Mando. Or on Din Djarin, for his real name. Was that episode necessary? No. If you remove that, does that gratefully, drastically change the... No, it makes the fucking shit better. We wouldn't get Jack Black. Who gives a shit? He did nothing. My man did nothing. But the story of Mando is he's a fucking mercenary that gets hired to do shit. You said that earlier. But what was it? <laughs> didn't he know? Didn't he get there to get coin or some shit? Like he did the job because he needed the money or no, something like were, that. No, they went there. They went there looking for the fucking for uh, the dude from Back to the Future. Oh, no, 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 no. The other Mandalorians were there. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She went there looking for a brother. Yeah. See how fucking integral was that shit? Shit. You tell. Ask me to recite the the fucking season. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Say it. Say it. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Recite. Recite Mandalorian. Recite Mandalorian. One, one, two, and three. See. Go ahead. Recite it. Go ahead. I can't because I forgot all of that shit. That's why I need more. <laughs> but that. This is my point. What story was being told with Obi-Wan? What what story was being told with Obi-Wan that we needed Reva? You take Reva out of it, and we still get him and Vader. We still get the Inquisitors going after Leia. Like this shit still happens the same way. And the cure. The cure for the Book of Boba Fett was not more episodes. We, I, I would have stopped watching if there were four more episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Well, the Book of Boba Fett, the cure for the, that was a different fucking show. <laughs> yeah, the cure for Obi-Wan. You, 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 hold on. Before we get there, Boba Fett in Mando season two, was worthy of a show. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what the fuck they showed us in Book of Boba Fett. Yes, but my whole point is that Mandalorian doesn't have an overarching. What do you call it? Doesn't even really have an overarching story. It's telling. That's the only one. That truly just shows up and whatever we're doing for this week is whatever we're doing this week. Yeah. And even that, more Power episodes Rangers. wouldn't have saved 
everybody's perception of of, of season three. The book above fat. If it had more episodes towards the end, when the assassin was there, so you mean to been... tell me if they would have took out the Mandalorian season two point five and just added and just kept it fucking Boba Fett story, you think it would have been better? No. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if they would have did Mandalorian two point five. And that went straight into the fucking TV show about the assassin trying to kill Boba Fett. And this is no longer Book of Boba Fett. This is the Book of Assassins. It would have been way better. Because remember, he's still not dead. We didn't see the body. Who? No, the assassin's not dead. His, the light was blinking out. They, there's a whole bunch of other Because yeah. he's Palpatine's nephew. We, we saw that from when he took his first breath. Yeah. <laughs> on screen. But let, let's transition into into Loki. Wait a minute. Before we get that, I want to raise opinion on this, but he's not here. So I'm going to force you to talk about it. Sabine is a fucking Jedi. Sabine has the force. All right. I really can't talk about this. I'm going to say something, but I can't talk about this with any authority. Because if you go back and watch, I'm not a hypocrite. If you go back and watch, I said I didn't want her to have the force. I wanted her to be like our General Grievous, where she just used the fucking lightsaber. And that was it. But I will say this. There are a couple of people who are like, there. well, not there's more than a couple of people who are on my, who are had the same argument, like she shouldn't have been force sensitive. Now, if I'm going to be an adult and step back and look at it, because the, their argument, my argument is it would be cool to have somebody who just wields a fucking lightsaber without using the force. And her ability to meld what the Mandalorians do with a lightsaber, similar to how she, how she held herself with the darksaber and rebels, that would be cool. Right, that was my whole thing. A lot of other people are like they shouldn't have used the, she shouldn't have gave her the force because it's diluting the force. Now ev- they put now everybody has the force. Right, that's their talking point. To that, I will say, when I step back and look at it pragmatically, Anakin Skywalker killed eleven younglings in Episode Three. To my count, there are. 13 force users from this point going to the sequel to the sequel trilogy 13 people two more than were killed in the fucking jedi temple by anakin you mean to tell me that as soon as order 66 happened the force no longer made fucking force sensitive people the metachlorians were sucked up 13 is too much when he killed 11 on his own. That's a little fucking far-fetched. To say now everybody has the force, 13 people, my dog. And secondly, secondly, I will say this. And again, I I don't really have too much authority. If you don't want to take what I say, you don't have to. 
but everybody has the force. Name me all the Mandalorians that are force users. Oh, Tar Vizsla, Sabine Wren. Two. And, and Papa Pui. He's not a Mandalorian. No, that's Poo Pan. What? Two motherfuckers out of an entire fucking group of people. Show me where everybody's got the fucking. And and I I'll put it the reason why I say I'm standing back and looking at this pragmatically, even though I I gave my reasons why I would prefer it wouldn't have been the case. I'm gonna use this here. If you look at Hollywood and you watch every TV show and almost every movie, the majority of people you see have this blue eyes. But when you look outside of fucking Hollywood, blue eyes are so fucking rare. I don't know anybody else besides my grandfather and my mom and my entire family or anybody else that I'm friends with that has blue eyes. I'm still the only one around here. Yeah. So what's showing to us and what the reality is are two different things. And if you, and the last thing I'll say, because again, I know where I'm not, I don't want to be a hypocrite. So I'm not going to sit here and try to champion it, but I will give you the honest truth here. There's not a motherfucker who's doing a review about any Star Wars show that doesn't want to fucking be a Jedi. There's not a motherfucker that knows anything about that. That doesn't own a lightsaber. Doesn't want to be. Doesn't fucking want to use the force. So what the fuck makes you so different than anybody else? Yeah. (laughs) I got my lightsaber right here. I mean, come on. What make is it? What makes you different? That in your in your head cannon. You're a force using Jedi that nobody else can. 13 people, dog. 13 people. Listen. Now, everyone knows I don't do hot yoga. Right? What's going on, Martin? Everyone, yes. Everyone wants to be a Jedi or have the force. They They could be Sith, too. But everyone wants to have the force. Now, listen, everyone knows I don't do hot yoga, so I don't stretch. I'll tell you the way I see it. Qui-Gon. I sense the force in this one. I will train him. Obi-Wan. I can sense the force in you. Yoda. I can sense him leading to the dark side. Qui-Gon. I can sense there's a disturbance in the force. Why the fuck would two Jedis train Sabine if she didn't have the force? If she didn't have some kind of connection to the force, why would they train her to be a Jedi? Let's think about that for a second. If you didn't have the skills to play basketball, why would Michael Jordan train you to be the next basketball star? If she did not have a connection to the force, whether she turned it off or not, why would they train her? 
They don't just go down the street saying, who wants to be a fucking Jedi and have a lightsaber? You have to connect some way or another to the kyber crystal. Fucking uh, Hajin Jun. Wouldn't have fucking accepted the fact that she made a lightsaber if she wasn't connected to the Force. He even said it's like, you don't have the strongest connection to the Force, but you got one. <laughs> For all those fucking um uh what who wrote who wrote Star Wars George Lucas all those George Lucas fucking people the the the, the followers of him the disciples of George Lucas anything they say can and will be held against you in the court of George Lucas he said it he wrote those words <laughs> he wrote them you know the what I'm saying you've ever said. You know, like, he wrote those. He said it. He didn't. He, he said it. You ain't got the force. You can't be a Jedi. And even the ones that have the force, even the ones that have the force, not all of them become Jedi. Remember that those younglings were picked, were handpicked by Jedi's to be trained. Not all of them that have the force make it to be younglings and be trained by the by the fucking Jedi Order to become Jedi's. It, it's stupid. That's like fucking Ahsoka going, well, young Bing Bing, I'm going to teach you to be a fucking Jedi, even though you're a fucking android. You know what I'm saying? What, what, you can put together that, that fucking rage went like this. You hear me? And she's Palpatine's fucking granddaughter. From that, you put together that fucking Balin. Went like this, and he's Papa Pooey's fucking Padawan. But you can't put together that Sabine had the force because she's being trained by a fucking Jedi to be a Jedi. She's not trained by Ahsoka to be a firefighter. She's not being trained by, by fucking Kanan to be a fucking dog walker. They trained her in the ways of the force. I can't teach you to drive a car if you don't have one. If you don't have a license. We on the bus pretend you have the wheel. No. Get it together. Fucking hot yoga dudes. You fucking downseam looking motherfuckers. Stretch your mind for a second. I don't want Sabine to be. Who the fuck are you to pick someone to be Jedi or not? Who the fuck are you? In all, in all honesty, who the fuck are you to be mad that she got the force? I, I'm not mad. Shit. I'm in that camp. Because in actuality, you wish it was you. Dude. <laughs> the wheels on the bus go around. Yo, you remember <laughs> you remember in Attack of the Attack of the Clones? Was it? Yeah. When Obi-Wan showed up and he was chasing General Grievous. And Grievous turned around and pulled all them lightsabers out. Yeah. You remember how cool that shit was? It's like, yo, this motherfucker's trained in Jedi arts and lightsaber combat. Not a force user. Motherfucking robot with asthmatic lungs. <laughs> every 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 fucking um cyborg in Star Wars is, a, is an asthmatic. 
Yeah. He went out and fought Obi-Wan. Which means he was so good that he killed other Jedi to get lightsabers. He killed them. He yeah. won. How cool would that be? If we had somebody on our side like that. Who they fucking ignite the saber. You're not Jedi trained. You're right. Boom. Grappling hook. Come here. Force pull. Bam. Hit. We fighting. And everything you got that, that can try to out. That can try to help you out. I got a Mandalorian counter for it. Because the Mandalorians and the Jedi fought before. Sabine's a weapons expert. Yeah. That's why I was like, it would be cooler for her not to have the force. But, again, the la- the one other thing I would say is the whole thing with she, the, she grabbed the lightsaber, pulled it to her, and she flung Ezra an extra foot and a half. Where are they standing? At the end of the show, we get confirmation that the fucking Mortis gods are there. So the connection to the Force would should be theoretically greater at this location. And the minute you open yourself up to it, it fucking, it comes. I'm going to put it this way. If you've ever seen somebody who you're like, yo, sitting on a basketball court, draining shots, and you're like, yo, do you play? He's like, nah, I just like shooting around. You put them on the court for the first time in a pickup game. They start hitting shots. And yo, this dude is fucking good. Imagine what it would be if we actually trained him. Well, that's what happened here. She opened up, and what did what did we see her do? Pull a lightsaber to her. Every fucking person in the world who's a Jedi, <clears throat> no matter how weak you are in the Force, should have the ability to push to pull that lightsaber to them. <laughs> that's the that's a base fucking thing. Every single person should be taught. How to move the fucking lightsaber to you if needed. And I'm not talking about, uh, Luke, I lost the shit in Cloud City and it fell down a pipe and now it's in Naboo and I'm pulling it from Naboo to me. <laughs> and I'm talking about it was fucking 10 feet away from her. Right? So that's not a big deal. The push of Ezra. Oh, she shouldn't have been that strong to push him. He barely made it. It's not like she flung him into the second bay of the fucking hangar. <laughs> he still walked was like, quiet as that. Yeah. Gone. He still was like, oh, I'm not going to make it. And then she pushed him and he still went, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, in actuality, it's not like she all of a sudden turned around and was like, you know what? That starship's getting away. I got this and pulled the fucking chimera back to her. So 
you know, pragmatically, let, let's get a little bit adult here and let's fucking, let's relax a little bit. And, and not for nothing, man. I like the Force. I like seeing the show with people that can use the Force. I still, to this day, you ain't gonna have a better sequence to somebody using the Force than Vader fighting what's her name and yeah, Obi Wan. Was, that was. I was just about to fucking say that. The greatest thing I've ever fuck all the spinny the Obiani <laughs> as they call it. His move, fuck all that shit. Watching what he did to Reva. Greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in Star Wars. Yeah. But that that whole fight scene, better choreography than anything you gave me in the fucking sequels or the prequels. Yeah. But all right, let's uh, let's get to uh <laughs> let's get to something that we actually enjoyed. Loki see uh, episode one, season two. I'm gonna start off by saying that that was probably the greatest written episode of TV I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. The writing and was on point. The, the acting was on point. The chemistry was on point. The way they explained time travel yeah. was amazing. That whole shit of... I don't... We don't have... A, oh, nope. The memory just came in. <laughs> but that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, but if you would have came here, I would have remembered that. Yeah, but it hasn't happened to you yet. It happens to you in the future. You're the past. Oh, that is that is what was the shit he said? He said it both times. Yeah, I, that is puzzling or some shit like that. <laughs> it was fucking. He's like, do you have a the fucking flux capacitor? No. Wait, we do. It's right here. Yo, my two two of my favorite parts is when he was like. All right, we got an hour to do this. And the thing hit the window. He's like, we got five minutes. (laughs) And the other part, when fucking Loki phases out and he comes back, and Morbius is like, does it look bad? And Morbius is like, no, yeah, it looks fucking horrible, man. It looks painful. And they pan over, and there's just some intern sitting in there with him. It's like, what do you think it looks like? (laughs) She's like, <laughs> that was some of the best fucking things I've ever seen. Oh, when when he scared the shit out of the 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 assistant Ray? in front of the screen, he's like, "Yeah, he was just here." All right, when you see him, tell him to come to the thing. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was fucking dope. And even the reveal of how we found out he was in the past when he crashed through the thing and the ground cracked. Yeah. And he came back and was like, how long has that been there? So like, I, haven't, been there? I haven't seen any Easter eggs, but I started watching this the episode again. I didn't get to fully finish it, but that scene where he crashes through the window, I look at the little monitor and it looked like the timeline was splitting in the past. Remember, he erased the memories and did all this shit plenty of times so that he could be going to the past or different parts. Or basically, he could be going to the past where this happened before and time jumping between that yeah. both times that the, the timeline broke. It can either be that or because time is not linear, the fracturing of the timeline 
is just happening. And he's bouncing back and forth. But it's still, the timeline's still fracturing, whether it's in the past or the future, because time is just a big-ass circle. That's probably what they're going to go with. But it could be either one. Yeah. Because that's another great, see, this is this is the thing about great episodes, is you can go back and pinpoint certain things. Where Morbius is like, yeah, how do I not remember getting my mind wiped? Like, yeah, that's the point. Like, yeah, I don't remember getting my mind. Like, I don't remember that. <laughs> my man said, "How long has it been? What two, three, four hundred years? Four hundred years? Like you saw Loki go four hundred years? Like if Loki's not a god that lived for centuries, four hundred years? You haven't seen this man, and you call him Oli Poli? <laughs> you got nicknames?" <laughs> Yo, that was like a realization of Loki going, How long has the TVA been around? 400 years? Have you left? Did you eat a sandwich? Are you hungry? Like, that was the face he's given. Like, holy shit, get this man from a <laughs> lodge. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that episode, it, it's a little. Um, concerning because we saw the shit with Kang. I'm gonna call him Thrawn. We saw the shit with Kang from the the movie after credits from Ant Man, and then you see that they finally fucking throwing ads up for this show, and you see Kang fucking well Victor Timely. Clapping and shit And it's like Okay Is the tempo Of this show Changing And this is the only one We're gonna get like this Or Is all of it Gonna be like this What do you mean Is this like a one off Of (coughs) Dealing with I know We already cured His time jumping I don't think we did But But you know what I'm saying Like all of that stuff is the tempo and the vibe of the show going to change now? No, because the, the whole the whole purpose of that first episode was Loki trying to, A, stop himself from, and I'm not going to lie, I'm with that Morbius. This is the most horrifying thing being pulled apart. Like that. <laughs> yeah. He, he was trying to get himself to stop being My skin apart. being pulled apart. <laughs> And he was trying to get everybody to be like, yo, fuck what you think is happening. Kang is the fucking, he who remains is the one that we got to fucking stop. He's, a million of them are coming. So they can carry this the whole way through and still be, still be going after Kang because that's what Loki was trying to do. Yeah, but here's my question to you. They're only gonna give us six episodes. Yeah, that's not enough. Are you gonna be are you gonna be satisfied if would you be satisfied if they were like here's ten episodes and two of them are spent with Morbius finally getting that motherfucking jet ski? 
and riding around the ocean for two episodes. I mean, if that's all he's doing, well, maybe. Um, Owen Wilson got charisma like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but then that still only leaves you. We what, need the big eight guy. episodes of fucking show. <laughs> like if he's on the episode, like if he's on the fucking jet ski, like jet ski, and like boom, 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 and then like the first line that comes out of his mouth is, and then he said, "Baba Ganoush." You know, Jabroni. And then he said Jabroni. Beautiful. The perfect episode right there. Boom. Write it in the books. Wedding crashes. If anybody's, you know, you got people too young for that movie. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, he has the charisma of a Greek god. He could fucking, he could pull off an episode on a jet ski. So I want to understand the, the crux of your argument is you just want to see shit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it goes with the story or not. You would much rather just watch a hundred episodes of something <laughs> versus a tight give me the story. So you don't want to watch a six hour movie. You just want to watch a hundred episodes of something. No. Moon Knight was what, eight episodes? Six. Six episodes. I'm, I'm going to check, but I, I'm pretty sure it was six. Six or eight. It wasn't 13 or 25 episodes. But what did Moon Knight do? Majority of the episodes. It gave us something on our palate. I'm looking for that. When I say I want more, it's not that I need... Six episodes. I don't need... An hour-long secret invasion episode of them doing nothing. But Moon Knight, when they gave us the 35 minutes and he's in the same asylum, and we get to see the two different parts of him, and then the two different parts of him when it was in the, the death world, and they finally got together, and then you if you rewatch it, you catch the third one of him. In episode episode three, it's like, hold on, wait, I can hear a different accent. This guy's from Chicago. It's not this guy's not from New York. And it's like, okay, I'm getting the story of him and his personalities. Of one of his personalities married to this woman. This woman, like, I'm getting everything I need right now. When I say I want more, that's what I'm talking about. When when you say I just want the story. Yeah, the story is they go to they go to find Ezra and stop Thrawn. They found Ezra, they didn't stop Thrawn, Thrawn's coming, big whoop, you know, big shit's happening. To me, the story is Balin has ulterior motives. We knew this. That's why he teamed up with the Night Sister to go to this plan to go to this galaxy. Not much else happened. Everything else is left for speculation. It's almost like they said, for everybody that knows the fucking lore, who who can guess the best and will give you the answer at the end of the show. But if we would have gotten in touch with more of Balin, more of, of his thing, of more of Ezra, what he did in that galaxy to survive, how he changed, and, 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 and Sabine, their connection, something where it's like, at the end of the episode, it's like, yo, Sabine 
still sees Ezra as that little kid. That's why she's not telling him. Instead of for, why aren't you fucking telling him that we're gonna die? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something that like that's what I'm. That's the more I'm talking about. But like in 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 Loki, I can't say this episode left me wanting more because it was like, wait, we got a character in the fucking RNA, in that whole shit there with breathing for breathing fire. We got him. We got time. We got time travel again. We got an awesome scene that happened in the future and the past simultaneously. We got fucking. We got to see the outside of the TVA with the whole time stream and timeline. We got another character that her main mission is like, yo, we're all variants. We can't kill these variants. It's fucked up. Blah blah blah. We would lie to. And then there's someone that's still like, no, we still need to do this. Because it's the greater good. I don't care if you found out that the the one that's left was lying to us. He did this shit for a reason, and I'm going to blindly follow him. This is the story that I'm getting. So episode two, it's going to go on from this, but I still need that. I don't want, like, but what the fuck? You you just rushed through this. You can give me 30 minutes, but I want a solid 30 minutes. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Where I'm where I'm confused is, is if I could tell if I could tell you the story, in a solid thirty minutes and four episodes. Why do you still need eight episodes? Like why would you be like yo give me eight episodes of this instead of just the four, thirty minute tight bang? Well, that's what I'm looking for. Listen, I, Hawkeye. <clears throat> I would have loved more to see these characters, but they gave us enough. If the show is good, they can do that. I just want at that point, I want more out of greed. I just want to see more of these characters. I want to, I want to see Hawkeye <laughs> fucking going into a bodega, buying a fucking, yeah. uh, you know, his checking to see his cereal type shit. Like that's that's how much I, I'm involved with these characters now. I want to yeah. see him go to CVS and pick out shampoo and shit. So, in doing that, what up, girls? It, it makes no sense for Disney to do episodes like that. For it makes no sense for them to do that. That's why Daredevil's the first of its kind. We're gonna test it out. And I'll tell you why it makes no sense. They spent I don't know. I'm gonna look up the budget of Ahsoka, but let's just say, let's just say a hundred million dollars on Ahsoka. Right? How much did it bring back to them? Disney viewership is 100, down. $100. No, the viewership is down. The memberships are down. The subscriptions are down. But it's not everything, Ahsoka. Everything's down. Right? So if I told you right now that you have to pay $400 for three episodes of this show, and every three episodes of this podcast... You got to pay $400, right? And the way you make your money back is by people watching. But we only have $50 worth of people watching every time. Are you going to put more money into doing more shows? 
when you got to spend 50 times, 100 times more to make them than you're going to get back? You're going to you're gonna self-destruct. There's no way you can sustain that. Not to mention you got to pump out money. And this is the perfect example. You pump out money for the Monday Night Watch Along, for the Thursday Wrestling Podcast, for the Wednesday Sports Shit, for the Friday or Saturday Tone the Show Show. You're going to cannibalize yourself. To what end? Where network television is different because they get all their money from the sponsors, from, from yeah, ratings, but ratings only lead to more advertisers. They get money back from the fucking cable companies. And she, like their revenue comes from a completely different place. So they can sit there and go, we're going to spend this much. Here's 26 episodes. Don't call us for a fucking year and a half. Like, it's not a sustainable business practice to want more episodes out of greed when all you, when if you have limited resources, then just tell us the fucking story. Give us the type story to tell, and then we'll move on. So you're saying that Ahsoka was perfect? It's, no, it's no. seven episodes? What I'm saying is... No, no, but I'm saying, like, not saying that it was the perfect show. You're saying that those, what, eight episodes was the perfect amount of episodes. Yes. They couldn't, they couldn't deal with making longer episodes and going six or, or giving us two more episodes. Well, the purpose, the whole purpose of that show was to reintroduce certain characters introduce something that's going to come up in either a movie or a second season and get thrown back to us and on that front ahsoka delivered on every fucking facet ahsoka gave us exactly what it needed to do how it did it is a different story but exactly what it was set out to do it did and we didn't need, I didn't need another episode. If Thrawn is going to get away anyway, I don't need six episodes of Thrawn getting away. One episode of him setting everything up and the next one he's gone, perfect. And I guarantee you when they wrote Balin, they didn't expect Ray to pass away, Ray Stevenson. Rest in peace to him. So their thought process is, this is great, good groundwork for something else going forward. Because that's a B, that's a B plot line. That, that wasn't the whole focus of the show. So in terms of what the show set out, yes, eight episodes, done. That's all I needed. Because to be honest, what else? What else could they have done with that story? Because if they would have gave us an episode of Hera dealing with the fucking galactic retards, 
trying to do some shit in our universe. You know what I would have been thinking the whole time? Fuck's happening with Thrawn. Oh, yeah. What the fuck's Ahsoka doing? You know what I never thought of? Watching Ahsoka and Thrawn and Bale and all them? What those other galaxy niggas doing? Yeah. Not once was I worried about Hera losing her fucking generalship. So again, more episodes. If you want, you're enjoying it. You want more. I get that, but it is not fucking financially feasible. Otherwise, we're just gonna have to spend two hundred dollars a month on Disney Plus, so that they can get enough money to make every fucking show thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen episodes. Yo, let them fucking run an ad before and after the show, and that's it. I don't want no commercials doing much. That's not that's not gonna be enough. Netflix is hemorrhaging money. Try oh, that's only because content. That's only because um, what was the the TV show with Genghis Khan? Marco Polo. Because Marco Polo season two sucked. That's why. And they let Henry Cavill go with the Wicker. The Wicker? Witcher. The Wicker. The Wicker. <laughs> the <fuck laughs> I'm, making a, I'm making a new show. The Wicker Man. Yeah, so they, they don't, there's no definitive numbers, but it is upwards around a hundred and something mil. That's what they cost. That's what Ahsoka cost. Yeah, but wouldn't you rather do the 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 six shows or the 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 whatever amount of episodes than a movie? I I don't think this needed to be six. I I think this could have been a trilogy. We get one movie, Thrawn escapes. Oh shit, that leads into the second movie, then that leads into the third and final movie. And then we get the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, the sequel trilogy, and the in-between trilogy. Whatever the fuck you want to call that. Because you, you know what the least successful from everybody that I've watched, you know what the least successful part of the Ahsoka show is? Episode 1 and 2. No. Ezra and Sabine. They're the they two wanted more. No. They wanted less. They're the two characters that nobody gave really gave a shit about. What was there to give a shit about them? Well, they were supposed to be the connection from Rebels, but poor writing did that. That's poor. That's that. I'm gonna blame the writers on that one. <clears throat> Because in, in all honesty, there was really they didn't give us enough to give a shit about them. Well, because again, here's here's what I'm saying: Star Wars shouldn't fucking be for kids. Because we had to cut away to the stupid fucking rock turtles. The fuck, like, come on! He couldn't have found any other. You couldn't have done any other thing with Ezra. You couldn't have made it that Sabine gets fucking captured. 
by the Ravengers, as you call them, or the Bandits. The Ravengers. I'm calling them Bandits, so I don't get sued by James Gunn. <laughs> you couldn't have told me she gets captured. And who's raiding their village? Who's raiding their shit again? Because maybe they mess with the Rock people, and Ezra just doesn't like these people messing with motherfuckers. But he's not with them. He's just out on his own. And he comes in and is like, oh, shit. They captured somebody. And he goes down there and fucks everybody up. Oh, shit, it's Sabine. Oh, shit, it's Ezra. So now it doesn't look like she used the fucking dog that she met 10 minutes ago and walked 40 feet west and found him. Yeah. It's a more organic fucking... <clears throat> it's a more organic feel. We sit there like, what has he been doing this whole time? Oh, he's been surviving by doing this shit to this group of people. The same people that they told us were dangerous. So he had to fight to stay alive. We see how he's gotten better without using his lightsaber because he doesn't have it. All he has is the force. Like so many more shit happened organically. And it could have drawn us in. No, he became Jesus with the rock people. Well, when you got a, a fucking beard and set a hair like that, you gotta, you know, you can't waste Jesus. But Loki, though, you Loki's Loki's kind of hard to talk about because on purpose, this show is supposed to disorient you and make you confused in the best way so we all find out what the fuck's happening at the same time loki and morbius do they did a great job of resetting morbius and loki back to the point where none of them know what's going on now we all have the same base understanding of the terms but none of us know what the fuck's going on so we're all going to go on this journey together we can't be at we can't be ahead of the show, which I think is a good thing. I think the only problem with the show is it now comes on Thursday fucking night instead of just Thursday. Yeah, I don't understand why is it why they put it to an hour? Like, what happened Thursday? They they just can't do it Thursday. Well, because I think this is what happened. I think because the viewership has been off, because they just drop it at midnight and then you watch it whenever the fuck you want to watch it, I think they try to push it. So you want to watch it first without getting spoiled? Tune in at this exact time. Everybody tunes in at that time. Viewership goes up. They get to report. Look at the viewership numbers. Look at how much we did. Ah, everybody loves the show. Because they they reported the numbers and how good episode six did with the world between worlds. But they didn't report all the they didn't report all the numbers for the shows that did bad. They hid the overall number for the entire series of Ahsoka, but they lauded over the numbers of Loki, because Loki is now the second most watched season opening on Disney Plus. 
Behind who? If I had to guess, probably the first season of Loki. Either that or The Mandalorian. But they they lauded that and hid all the other shit. So I'm assuming that they're trying to get everybody. This is the exact time everybody can jump in. So the viewership numbers look great. And they're not stagnated. Because a million people watching it all at once looks better than a million people watching watched it throughout the day. Yeah. This is this is why we can't have nice things. Well, we can't have nice things because as we just learned through the writer strike. Just like every other fucking corporation on the world, how can I get the most out of you? We're giving you the least. And when you do that, you don't get the best. Yeah. You get what the fuck you get. It it's true, but all right. So what do we think is happening next episode? Next episode, I think they're going to go... Uh, I forget what the fuck her name is, but the, the chick who was trying to get everybody on board with not wiping the other timelines. Um, was it General or Captain? Well, whatever, whoever she is. I think she's going to meet up with, with Loki and Morbius and going to relate to them. She thinks that they're going after Sylvie. So then Loki's in turn going to be like, well, then we got to find her first. Well, didn't he find Sylvie? She showed up in the elevator. Yeah. When he time displayed somewhere. Well, I I don't think she's going after Sylvie. I think she's using that excuse to go prune some fucking timelines. Yeah, but the but that lady... Thinks she's going after Sylvie. Mm. So that's where this, where I think that episode is going to hang. Again, not what we know, what the character thinks is happening. So now that we see the repercussions, you still on Sylvie's side for killing him? Hell yeah. You went there to do a mission, complete the mission. I'm always. Despite the fact that that you guys call me Cap or whatever, if the option is to burn the world and start again, I'm all for it. (laughs) Let's let's start this shit again. Because from our perspective, what happened? The world was let, the world and the universe was let to fall to the whims of a madman. And then pieced together, backed by a fractured team that has left the world worse than what it was beforehand. So if you mean to tell me that we can burn this down and start again and either fix the problems that we had before or divert it to something else, why not? Where they are in where they are in that world right now is not the fucking best place to be. 
You were gone for five seconds. Motherfucker's been living in your house for five years. Yeah. That's not... That's not... That's not fucking... That's not cool. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need less of that. <laughs> you go back... You go to show up to work. And your boss is like, dude, you've been fired. Like, fired? I blinked. I was here yesterday. Yeah. You you show him the watch. I was here thirty seconds ago. I was standing right here. Like you know, show. Nice of you to show up, Mister Nuff. I was, I was gonna have you come here, let you order a la car. <laughs> My wife's car. But all right, so they're saying that um, Loki is doomed to fail because of fan fatigue. But you said that this was the second highest viewed debut of a show, so... Yeah. I think overall... I think over. I think this is going to be similar to Ahsoka, where we're going to sit here and for the most part Week to week, or matter of fact, I'm gonna let's do it. Let's do the accurate compare. This is gonna be Andor, where we're gonna come in and week to week go. Yo, Andor was fucking great. A little bit confusing what's going on, a little bit slow at times, but this is great writing. This is great acting. The atmosphere is great, and all this shit is great. And we're gonna turn around and go. Damn it, nobody's watching. Everybody's burned. Marvel burned the bridge because all the other shows were trash. And people are going to turn around and go, if Loki's so good, I'll wait for the whole season to come out and then binge it at once. So the viewership's going to be down throughout the course of it. And let's not forget, regardless of the writer's strike or not, and people not being able to promote, and which they probably will start promoting as soon as the actors sign their shit, Let's not forget, nobody's that really hyped for the fucking Marvels movie coming out. I'm a little confused by it <laughs> with this new trailer. But. Yeah. <clears throat> so I honestly think people are going to be like, let's wait for it all to come out, stream it all at once, and I'll hear word amount if, if I even want to watch it from whoever's whoever is watching it. Hey, listen, but we're going to be uh, watching the shit, though. I don't think... See, I, it's hard for me to say this fan fatigue because if this was, like... If this was season 12 of Loki and the last, like, four or five seasons sucked, I get, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that was that was fatigue. It's like, all right, how much, how much shit we got now? Like, so, this was just a fucking agent. Now they're going back in time and space. See, here's the thing. I'm, on purpose, you're not watching or listening to the other sectors of the internet. I mean, I do watch. No, no, I'm not talking about the Easter egg shit. Oh. I'm talking about, like, how I do. Like, how I go and I watch... I watch the opinion pieces. I, I read oh. other people's comments. Say, I try to get a lay of what the fandom is thinking. 
So we could bring that perspective in here. Because you're not doing that, you're not seeing how this is truly a case with Star Wars and with Marvel. It's truly a case of you keep giving me shit. I don't care if your one show is good. The rest of it is trash. I'll wait for that one show to be to come out. Like I said, instead of paying for what it's eight episodes or six episodes, or instead of paying for essentially two months, I'll pay once, watch your shit in a day, cancel, and go the fuck home. Because that's where the fan fatigue is. How many how many shows have we sat here now in a row? And how many movies overall have we sat here and was like, that's not good. It's not good. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Something's got to change. It's not good. Shit, all of them except for Wakanda Forever and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. So that's where the fatigue's coming in. We can't just keep watching bullshit and expect to be happy. Well, it don't look like this show is going to be bullshit, so. It's not, but one, what do you call it? If you, <clears throat> if you walked up to somebody's house and they're like, oh, we're throwing a party. And they had a whole bunch of food you don't eat. And one slice of pizza. Are you not going to be like. Fuck it. I'll leave when I go home. Yeah. Right? That, again. That's the same thing that's happened with these shows. I don't need to do it right now. I don't need to watch it. As, as it comes out. Because, again, the majority of the people watching are not doing podcasts talking about it. I mean, the majority of people that are watching are doing podcasts and no one else is watching. True, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <clears throat> I guess we're pretty much done with this. We got... I know Cabs has a lot to talk about with Star Wars. He's been itching to, to, to get on here and talk about that. So next week is all about Star Wars. And... uh we're gonna hear. We're finally gonna hear Cap's theory about if Yaddle or Plo Koon is the true master of balance call. Yeah. Pan is is the guy that does it. But yo, thank you for for stopping by, Kangaskhan. Um, I'm pretty sure you know we do Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Tomorrow we're talking sports. Same time, same channel. Thursday we're talking about wrestling. We're going to talk about fast lane and all the other shit. Friday, well, Fridays or Saturdays. This Saturday, we do a Tone the Show show. That's open forum. We talk about everything and anything. Life, all that other bullshit. Yeah. We appreciate you stopping by. Don't forget to like, subscribe, all that other mumbo jumbo. If you haven't already, tell your friends. Also, look like. out. We got lightsaber review coming out at some point. And I'm looking to do a video on uh, Hero Forge. I got. I have now a good collection of Hero Forge minis, on all various stages to do a review yeah. for that as well. Yeah, and if you're if you're into some funny facts, check out the shorts. We got the tips of the day. Probably gonna be a new one dropping tomorrow. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, 
that sounds like like I get it. I get the whole we're telling them what's happening to look out for it and all this other shit. But it's still like be here, bro. Just be here when you get here. But anyway, on that note, it's your funny <laughs> neighborhood knuckleheads. Can you imagine if Marvel was like this? If Disney Plus is like, yo, just whenever, man, whenever the fuck you log in, just check what's out here, motherfucker. Why I gotta keep telling you what's coming up? Just log in, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> it's your friendly neighborhood knucklehead signing out. Peace, everybody. <laughs>